wet sock. All right, cool. So what's up, guys? What's going on, Eric? What you doing, man? Uh, nothing. What are you drinking? Uh, today I am drinking Keystone Light, and it has a fish on it. And a hook. It says always says always a smooth catch. I'm gonna let you know this is my third beer, by the way. That's good. That's good. I feel. I feel good. I feel good. You know. I didn't know how to feel at first. Did you take one from the funnel? Maybe. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Like you just take a beer from the funnel on your own. That's kind of depressing. It is right. That sounds pretty depressing, bro. Like you hold it yourself and then you drink it yourself. Yeah. Unless you hype I'm yourself up. How you would do that? <laughs> you hype yourself up, right? So oh, you put you like, you, let's say you put like, I don't know, what's a good song like "Man of the Year" by Schoolboy Schoolboy Q. And then you just like pouring your beer in the funnel, and then you're like, you know, you're just dancing, having a good time, and then you just chug it. I think that's the only way to hype yourself up. Yeah, you drink it faster. That is true, but mm-hmm. no one's there to record you. No one's there to hype you. That's how you know it's real. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, what's up, guys? Welcome to Beer Me Cutting Out Podcast, season whatever. I don't even well, know. We're just going now. We're just going now. Yeah. Exactly. We I did say that on the last episode. We're not keeping count on the seasons anymore. We're just going straight episodes on what it is. This is episode number 22-22-22. I don't know it's French, but you might know some, George. No, but what's up, George? What's going on, Eric? Happy to be back. Happy to be having a keystone today. Crazy, huh? Yeah, I thought we'd have been drinking some, some kawama. I Dude, I was thinking of getting Pacifico nice. kawamas, bro. Yeah, I was, I was actually thinking of that. Like una mielada, bro. Yeah. Like, Dude, with some bro. Yeah. A, style. a plastic bag yes. Plastic bag And it's like oh Man We're doing that next time yeah, Next time we're doing don't, that Don't some people wrap it in newspaper too? Oh bro I recently yeah, right. saw a video on that on TikTok Where like some lady Like wraps it in newspaper And does like a beautiful piece of art Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it was Only in Mexico Only in Mexico bro Mexico bello But today on the show We got a person that you might know He's been around the hood. He said he's from Keystone Polk. I don't know what that means, but he might knows what it means. But he's been around a couple breweries. Uh, he runs his own business. Uh, well, that's all I got. But you want to introduce yourself? Want to let the people know who you are and all that good stuff? And uh, I guess Keystone Polk, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's your boy Antonio, aka El Norteño, aka the Oak Cliff Kid, coming to you live from Eric's. <laughs> this is the uh, man cave dojo. People's called it the uh, lab, the lab, the kitchen, the kitchen. I think earlier we called it the kitchen because the space. The space. Mm-hmm. Shit, I don't know, man. Third floor of I don't know of a building, a uh, twelve a basement, an <laughs> attic. We don't know where we're at right now, but well, you heard it here, folks. The man, the myth, the legend. I think that was in a movie. Anyways, we're drinking Keystone Light. Uh, I got you. Uh, well, I got everybody in the cooler. You can help yourself, George. I got some of those Shiner Premium beers, man. Yeah, I saw some of those. So uh, if, if you want one, man, yeah, they're in the, they're in the Yeti. Help yourself. I did want one. I just didn't want to be excluded from the Keystone. I get you. I get you. It's like one Keystone to like snooze in, you know. Yeah. I, th- I think I'm gonna have to shotgun a Keystone just because uh, I haven't dipped my toes in Keystone yet. No. No. Oh, you have no. to, man. Right, we no. will too. I, I we will all shotgun a beer. Boy. Yes. We're gonna shotgun a beer on our, on our break, on our first right, break. We'll, we'll be right back. We'll, we, <laughs> we'll be right back. We're gonna go shotgun a beer. And then I'm gonna do a funnel by myself. <laughs> you gonna do a funnel by yourself? What song do you want? All right, let's go shotgun a beer. The man said it. 
We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Tie your shoelaces. Ready, sir? Ready, ready? Ready, Freddy? Ready. Yes, yeah, sir. All right. Dude, that shotgun was uh, it's pretty crazy. It was, it was good. It was good, though. It, wasn't bad. it was good. It wasn't bad at all. Um, I I, I was going to die for a little bit there. Do you still have a beer phone? I, still, I do have the beer phone. It's behind my truck. <laughs> Oh shit! I forgot or? you didn't go. Yeah, so we went to Brian's house. That's where we had the Super Bowl. Bowl. Sunday? Yeah, for yeah. Super Bowl Sunday, I took the beer funnel, and I left it behind my truck, and I completely forgot I was behind my truck. Right, so I go. To, I, I came here to the house first because usually, I take my company after work. I take my company vehicle to the gym, I work out and stuff like that, and then mm-hmm. I just come home because there's no point in me coming here and then going to the gym. But that day I had to come here uh, for a reason. And then I took my personal. I was like, I'm not going to drive yeah. the company. So, I, And I get to the gym, go inside, work out. I come out. And I was like, what the fuck's in the back? Because I saw like this hose sticking yeah. out. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Because I took the camper top uh-huh. off. And I look back there and I'm like, oh, the fucking beer funnel. I was like, fuck yeah. So nice. yeah, it, it's still back there. <laughs> but I'm how glad many, nobody many, stole it. How many did you take at the Super Bowl Sunday? Oh, dude, we killed a 30-pack of Lone Star Light and a 12-pack of Lone Star Red. Has anybody done two from the funnel? Not recently. We're getting old. We are getting old. Two didn't used to feel that bad. Next party. That's like 42 beers between how many people? It was one, two, three, four, five. Five people. Oh, not bad. No, five good. people. And then we were like still trying to keep drinking, and we popped open uh, Coronitas. Nice. So we're chugging Coronitas out of the funnel, and that's how we ended the night. Yeah, the smaller the beer, I feel like the more dangerous they are because you're just like I don't know drinking them like nothing. Some, like some, nothing yeah, I was gonna say like, some about well, because you drink like let's say you drink like four within an hour. That's already two beers, right? Compared to like sipping on one like a full beer. Yeah. So yeah, I can see it why it can be like oh man. Yeah, I feel like lot. that with the modelitos, like you drink one, and you feel like it's not that much. Yeah, get another one. And you're like fuck and it, why not? And, and next thing you know, you're like down twenty modelitos, and then that's ten beers, and you're like. Why is the floor moving? You know, <laughs> so, you know what I, I wish they here? Las Familiares. Oh, Las yeah. Oh, um, uh, uh, shout out to Daniel again, Olmedo. He sent the Carta Blanca Caguamitas. You know, that's crazy. I was just going to mention that right now that I like yeah. the Caguamitas because those are, I mean, they're, they're little, but they're really still like 12 yeah. ounces, so it's still normal. Yeah, yeah. You know, those are, those, those are amongst like my chill. favorite. Getting popular? Again, or they kind of are, yeah, they kind of are. They used to be super skunky, bro. Really, yeah. My my dad used to work for Casablanca in Monterrey, uh huh. And I mean, he, he would just bring cases home like every other and night. it was just skunky, and it was just the skunkiest beer mm-hmm. you can drink, no matter how cold, yeah. You drink it, and even skunky. when you burp it, like I feel like it's just like super skunky. Maybe they left it in the sun too much. That's I mean, what for a while, it did know? have a reputation of being like kind of low tier beer, yeah, kinda like. Like maybe Lone Star did for a minute, right? Because a lot of people didn't like Lone Star for a while either. Yeah, no, it it's it's like, always been. I think we talked about this previously, but it's like Lone Star's always been that uh, redneck cowboy beer. That's yeah. what it's always looked upon. So us being Hispanic, it was never looked like an option for us, you know. Yeah, but so. um, Blanca, it's coming up. I like it now. It's coming I up, like it's different. I it's mean, chill. I didn't drink it back then, so yeah, yeah. You couldn't it's even chill. Get it in a twelve pack. I think they only no. sold it in six packs. It was six pack or caguama, and that was it. Yeah. If I remember, because my dad was well, every time he went to Mexico, all he would drink was carta blanca, or um, sol. Okay. Oh, but yeah, but for a minute, it wasn't too. even accessible here, right? No. For a, while. For a long no. time, carta blanca was just in Mexico. no. It was yeah. just Mexico. Same thing with sol. Like I feel like I haven't seen sol out here in a minute. India, India is the one that I feel like it, recently made it out here. India, too. yeah, you can find it at some Monterrey, Supermercado Monterrey, Fuel City, but that's Pure an American City. Mexican beer, right? 
Indio. No. I, th- I thought somebody that was like an American brewer. They, it they it see it's the same people that make Heineken. Yeah, is who makes Indio, but Heineken is big in Mexico yeah. as well. So well, they're big all around the world. Pretty oh, much, yeah, you can go to Greece and to find Japan. The, yeah. Like Japan is obsessed with Heineken, which yeah. is, I think it's cool. And Corona and Corona. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the Cholo scene. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but we got you in here, man. Finally, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know we've been we've been talking for a couple days, months, maybe. Yeah about bringing you on uh you know what's funny i didn't i didn't i want i didn't want to mention it i guess off here but more on air uh you know brian martinez worked at glorious he's the one that actually told me that i should bring you on and i was like oh i know who that is i was like i followed you man a long time ago actually and i and i knew you had your little shop and everything so I, i remember buying some stuff from you and then just that one day at Four Corners, I yeah. saw you. We just bumped into each other. We just time. we just happened to yeah. be there, and I know Stars you went up there. <laughs> Somehow we you looked at each other and both reached for the same. We, yeah. you know, our our hands joined together, and I felt the warmth of your hands yeah. on mine. You know, and it's <laughs> you were reaching for the plate. We were reaching yeah. for the plate. You know, we were slip, slurping on the same spaghetti noodle. Lady yeah. and the Tramp, good movie. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know how it ends, but yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, you know, we, we connected there and I was like, hey, you know what? Uh, I think that day, I think I told you and we just talked back and forth. So it's nice yeah, to yeah, have I you on, bro. From you that day too. Yeah, 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 I remember. Uh, but the big question always is, what made you start your business? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I got tequila. <laughs> uh, do you want tequila? No, no, no. What no, led up to it? Well, what do you want? Whiskey, yeah. tequila, mezcal? I no, got it. No, I got no, it. He wants a fireball. He wants fireball? Yeah, fireball. All right, let, fireball. let me get my butler no, no, to get no, you good, some fireball. Pues la necesidad, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was a uh, like a dreamer. I had the uh-huh. dream magazine going on. Okay. And it expired before I renewed it. Wow. Mm. And I was working a uh, like a corporate job, you know, nine to fiver. You know, just doing what the fucking government and the world told us to do, get a job, yeah. this and that. And But yeah, my visa, not my visa, my uh, DMAC expired, and I didn't know how I was going to provide that. You know, I had a wife at the time. Yeah. We didn't mm-hmm. have kids yet. And me and Erica, were, I was like, man, how am I going to support my wife? What am right. I going to do for, you know, to pay bills or whatever? So I ended up buying uh, an elote cart off this dude mm-hmm. in Pleasant Grove. Okay. And it just grew from there, bro. It was just trying to hustle up some money to... Yeah. provide and you know one thing just led to another led to food led to catering mm-hmm. led to you know these products that we sell now and stuff but you know just like everything it's just you know there's a lot of things that come out of uh, necessity and, right you know i feel like that's why i always say like comfort is like mm-hmm. a disease right because mm-hmm. like if you're comfortable in your situation and you know you're cool with what you got going on you're gonna keep running the same circles, the same cycles, and stuff like that. Yeah, it's not up until you get pushed up against the wall that you find out what you can do. Right, and it's just you know that's just how it all started. Okay, okay. No, so I guess it was a good thing that the DACA expired. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. I'm sure I'm not the only one that. Nah. <laughs> you know, Bad. I. You know we. Some of our close friends, George and I, close friends, actually, I think most of them are DACA recipients, man. And, you know, we'll, we'll hear them talk about it here and there when, like, you know, DACA first came out. Right. And they're just like, man, it's expensive. The other thing I heard was like, we got to renew it every two years. Yeah. We got to pay mm-hmm. this fee. And then it's the fee business, went up. It's a that's what it is. 
that's what it is you know it's it's a business uh i love this country but unfortunately this this country does move on money yeah whatever makes money is what they're going to profit off and that's the world Yeah. yeah that is the world now you say you got so your business started because of a paletero cart elote cart an elote, elote cart. cart an elote yeah. cart i was saying chilote i used to call them chilotes oh really yeah so i you know i, I wanted to step out and be different mm-hmm. uh-huh. and a lot of people know you know how how i started because they were some of my first clients you nice know? Mm-hmm. so and what i used to you know i always try to think outside the box i always try to be different i always had like that creative mindset and stuff and yeah i wanted to just not just sell elotes mm-hmm. but like be different so I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna put hot Cheetos in these motherfuckers. Like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna grind up hot Cheetos. <laughs> like, I used to literally, yeah. back in the day, I had like, I didn't have my truck. I had like a smaller, um, like almost SUV type of car. Okay. And I would load the whole thing up with bags of hot Cheetos, bro. Because <laughs> that's how many yeah. lotes and yeah. like, stuff that we had to do. And like, I would load it up, bro. And people were like, what are you doing with all these tips? And I would tell yeah. them, and people would come, bro. Like, people drove from word like, of mouth. Temple, Texas, sure. Anna, Texas, just to eat uh, chilote, bro. Yeah, and I had sad. I had other ones too. I had one called Little Yachty. Um, it had because it, it was like a little boat uh-huh. mm-hmm. chilote with like hot Cheetos drizzles on it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's you know. Do you still make those now? No, no, bro, yeah. Just, yeah paso. So <laughs> I make for so like I every year I run a special in January. Mm-hmm. If you book your event with me in January, it doesn't have to be that month. But like if you just book with me, reserve your date. Uh huh. I'll complimentary give you a lotus for your catering event. Oh, that's cool. Like just just because you know showing you love, but uh-huh. also you know showing homage to my beginnings. And right, 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 right. That's the only time I'll do a lotus now is whenever you know we do a catering event or if, you know that I also give it to like friends and family that like hire me and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's hey, cool. don't worry about it. You know, I'm, I'm gonna throw in some lotus uh-huh. for you. You know, kids love that. that stuff, yeah, man. no, they, I can they, imagine. You know. <laughs> Bro, I was fortunate enough. I was fortunate enough to try the elote yeah. with hot cheetos on it. Yeah, my sister and I, uh, you were doing. It was a pop up event. This is before like you were involved, I guess, deeply into yeah. Four Corners, and uh, there was like a pop up event they had. Okay. And you were out there. Oh yeah. Yeah, you were Did out that there. Have the big old sign on the yes, side? you yeah. had the big old sign, man. And, Bro, and that's when I blew up, honestly. Really? That's that's like how Damn, that's, that's cool. the year that everybody was like, oh no, that's Nathaniel, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but that that's you know. But I've been fucking with Four Corners since before they were in their location that they're on now. They used really? to be in La Bajada always here yep. in Dallas. Yep. And like I, I wanna say like around twenty fourteen, mm-hmm. thirteen around there is when oh like, okay yeah whenever they first opened that year right there so you so okay so you remember the og four corners oh huh? yeah 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 where it's like a gym now or something yeah, right yeah, yeah. okay it was, it, it was literally just like a little hall it's like the, the size, size of this room yeah, it's like the it size of this room hard. yeah a little bit larger wish i would have been there for it never yeah. saw no it. Never oh, they still had the lamps. So you know how they have the lamps yeah down? the dangling ones so yeah. they brought the same lamps that they had over here over there and it, it was just if you had four corners beer from back in those days yes like, bro i don't know who was brewing them things bro <laughs> you said they were even cheaper back then oh uh, bro yeah. they had like, like there was like two bucks every day yeah. type stuff you know what i mean like breweries for a while i don't know i think i think COVID affected a lot of breweries with this but a lot of breweries like tuesdays thursdays wednesdays like tuesday wednesday thursday they will have like two dollar three dollar drafts mm-hmm. like certain drafts right like their loggers or pilsners uh Four corners in the beginning was like two bucks, three mm-hmm. bucks at most, and like that was like maybe their IPA was like three bucks. 
But like everything else, like their local bus was like two bucks, man. And you will walk in there, bro, and you would get fucked up. <laughs> because I would get fucked up. Yeah. So uh, Huey, he's been on here a couple times. I think you've met him. He's a big dude. He looks Samoan. I'm, I'm good with faces, man. But honestly, yeah. like if you tell me a name, I'm drawing blank. Like, yeah. You'll, you'll meet him. Yeah, you'll meet yeah, him. Yeah. You'll meet him. But him and I will ride bikes. Like we rode fixed gears. Yeah. And we would brew hop. Okay. And our first stop was always uh, Four, Four Corners, Corners in West Dallas, yeah. man. Because they had a parking lot. And it, to get there. it was just like, cool. You know, it, dude, yes, exactly. Like, that was the big thing. Like, you would have a beer. You'll go outside. Mm-hmm. And they had, like, dude, they had the shittiest, like, little patios. Like, two yeah. park benches. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was cool. You know what I yeah. mean? Because it's like, you grabbed a beer. And this is before all the development yeah. in West Dallas. So, so, like, rough. yeah. They used to have that schnitzel's. The hot dog place across the street. You know what I'm about? It did. Yeah, we went there once. Was it with you? Is George? It where they had those kind of gourmet hot dogs. Yes. Yeah, they put like syrup in them. Yes. Yeah, Hoffman's. Yeah. Hoffman's. That place yeah. is good. That shit was wild, bro. No. And that was the only place. Yeah. And you fucked up, bro. You walked across the street. You got you. Yes, bro. I was really hoping that place would come back. Yeah. I, but I thought they said it was going to come back. Nah, man. Really that good. thing kind of just like went downhill. That was Unfortunately. Yeah. Dang, dude, this is cool because, like, not a lot of people remember, like, OG Four Corners. Well, I mean, I'm, you know? I'm from Oak Cliff, bro. Yeah. You know, I've seen everything. I, I've seen Bishop Arts before. It was Bishop Arts. Uh-huh. Back in the day, it was the funeral home and Vito's Italiana. Yeah. And that was my dad's first job in the U.S., actually. Rest in peace, so right? They're not there anymore, yeah, right? No. So, that yeah. was in Bishop Arts? Yeah. Yeah. It was a, um, can, you, can you say gay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah sure, yeah. It was, yeah. It was a gay couple, um. They, you know, it was slow, man. It was like around, mm-hmm. around like the recession time of two thousand eight. Yeah. They were like, we were gonna close doors, and mm-hmm. they just retired and moved to Mexico, bro. Wow, well, nice. Yeah. You know, so we we had a, a teacher in in Adamson High School. We both graduated from Adamson, and uh, Mr. Parker, that was his name. Uh, well, John Parker is his full name. I hope he's doing well. But he's the one that actually told us about Bishop Barts before Bishop Barts was Bishop Barts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, he said it was like very, very gay. Yeah. Gay. Wow. I, gay. I mean, yeah, like no, men no, and men, yeah. men, right. men. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, and, and he was like, you know, it's I forgot how it came up to be. Do you remember this conversation? No, I, I want to say you were in it. And and he said that um, Bishop Barts is very, very gay. Like it was very gay friendly. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us will like go out there and like go to Hunkies, go to like the oh, soda shop and stuff like sure. that, right? And um, the soda gallery, the soda gallery, right? And he well, would tell us, and he's like, that. you know, that place is like super, you know, gay. You know, it makes sense for Hunkies because the only other Hunkies that there is is the one on Oakland, which is the gayborhood. It's a gayborhood, and yeah. and you know, that's kind of cool because. The Oak Cliff. There you go. The so signature nice. move. That's like, <laughs> that's the world, dude. It's one of my favorite songs. <laughs> nah, trust me. It is mine, too. <laughs> but uh, it's cool because it's like, how do I say, like, Oak Cliff, what it is, right? And what it is, is, is hood, right? It's changed, over uh, obviously, over the years. But, like, to have something in the middle of Oak Cliff. It was amazing, too. It was, it was, it was a breath of fresh air, honestly. Yeah. And it was just like a place to go to. Like it don't matter if we were just walking around. It's yeah. Like we didn't have nothing. We had donut places, uh, cash checks now. Sonic. And Sonic. <laughs> Sonic. Do you remember the Long John Silver's right there in front of Sonic? Uh, Long 
Yeah. Only a few. Oh, yeah. 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 The, the one they turned into a pizza joint. Yes. Yep. Yep. The train stop or that little bus stop. Or yeah, whatever. it's a train yeah. stop now. Yeah, the trolley stop or whatever. But damn, dude, that's yeah. crazy. But how? so how did you get involved with Four Corners then? So I have a friend. Uh, his name is John. He's still with him. Mm-hmm. Really? And um, he he would, he worked Four Corners. And um, I was bartending at the time when, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. when this was all going on. And he was like, hey, I just started over here for, for, uh, for Corners. Come put love, put some love. And I was like, you know, I got your back. You come and show love to me. I'm going to come and show love to you. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Um, but, yeah, that's just how it was. John B. Shout out John B. Man. Heck, yeah. He's, he's been a good friend of mine. Loyal. Yeah. Trusting. Good friend of mine for a long time. Man. That's cool. And, um, it it was just one of those things. Just like you know, you your friends tell you, uh-huh. your other friends, and you bring your friends, and then all of a sudden everybody knows about Four Corners, dude. So, yeah. But then it was around uh, when I started doing the elote stuff. Uh-huh. It was like, hey, we don't have any food. You want to pop up? Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm down. You know? Yeah. Point, uh, yeah. I, was yeah. Trying to like, yeah. I was trying to make money. Right, right, like, right. Do it. Bro, we sold that within minutes, bro. That's cool. Within minutes, bro. And it was just one thing led to another. And then uh-huh. right before COVID hit, we used to actually run Four Corners uh, Kitchen. That's right. Yeah, that is right. That. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Pastor, that's right. Wings, you had, had quesadillas too, yeah, right? Quesadillas. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, ones, yeah, you know? yeah, so yeah. We call them piratas. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I used to run the kitchen for it. It was that's Thursday, right, Friday, bro. and Sundays when I used that's to run right. the kitchen for it. You know, yeah, COVID. that's right. No, because I, dude, this is crazy because it's like you unlock some memories for me. But yeah, I remember grabbing quesadillas when you had. There were certain days you had yeah. quesadillas too, yeah, right? Yeah. And yeah, you didn't call them quesadillas. You call them piratas. yeah, piratas, bro. I do remember that, bro. And I remember it, sometimes you'll have elotes too mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Lotes, yeah, uh, we would throw in micheladas on Sundays. That's what it was. Uh, we yeah. had churros. All yeah, that stuff. but yeah, we used to run the kitchens. But then like when COVID hit. You know, they shut down uh-huh. and they smartened up, you know, they, yeah. they, you know, they were like, oh, you know what? He's, he's making good money. Let's just, you know, do it in house moving forward. And right. Stuff. And, yeah. But do you feel like that kind of affected you or not really? Or it did, it wasn't nothing to really yeah, worry I mean, about on your it, end. It was a big part of, um, my like day, weekly mm-hmm. life running four corners kitchen. Cause I mean, running a kitchen period doesn't matter if it's yours or not. It, it's yeah. a heavy task. It's, yeah. it's a big load trying to feed people that's true and you know when they said hey we're gonna shut it down it was a big hit but i'm one of those people that i i just roll with the punches man. yeah you gotta yeah. keep moving just, forward and yeah. Stop you. Yeah. so I, I i told my wife and i was like man what are we gonna do you know <laughs> back back to square one yeah it's yeah just like, i don't know what i'm gonna do for money right. this and that so i was like you know i'm just gonna keep going and then that's when these products were born again back up against the wall uh-huh. and then i was just you know, doing deliveries. Uh-huh. At that point, I was like, we're going to do chilitos, which is like the gummies. Right, right, right. Rimpays, michelada mix. Yeah. And that's all we were doing during uh, COVID. That's that crazy. Is just delivering to people's doors, uh-huh. taking pictures, mm-hmm. going, getting paid through like Venmo yeah. and like Zelle and all that stuff. And we did pretty good, man, honestly. That's good because, you know, like some of the people that I've met, throughout my life it's like they start a business and they reach that wall right like right. like for you you reach that wall where you're like what do i do now right. but like to you it's like i can make money like this yeah. i still need to pay my bills right? right and there's other people where they're like they reach that wall and they're like oh well let me go work at this place yeah. you know and, and they go make the minimum and it's like what happened to that initiative where like i want to run my own stuff you know 
But that's cool, man. Props to you for doing that. Thank you keep doing it, you know? Man, so that's it's, good. It's, it's in my blood, honestly, bro. Yeah. Like, I've been... I posted recently. I posted a picture of myself in Monterrey, like, 1995. Uh-huh. Slaying huaraches, bro, in the mercado. Oh, snap. Yeah, so my grandmother, actually, she was a big entrepreneur in mm-hmm. Monterrey. Yeah. She had... Um, I want to say she had a, two stands in six markets six days a week. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, because so, Mexico, it's Monday through Saturday. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. It's Though different you from U.S. You get off, and that's the Lord's Day. You, know yeah, I mean? you go to church in the morning. Be, but, yep. Um, yeah. She she would run it, and she would go surtir in uh, mm-hmm. Mexico City. And then oh, she yeah. bring stuff to Monterrey, or she'll go surtir to Oaxaca. Like, okay. Stuff you can't get in Monterrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monterrey is a very industrialized city, but it's like, Car manufacturing, brewing, yep. uh, you mm-hmm. know, em- empresas that mm-hmm. are like, you know, big and stuff, but you can't get artisanal, you can't yep. get handmade, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a lot of people just, you know, get their, their, um, their jobs at uh, manufacturing, they stop just mm-hmm. creating, you know, honestly. Well, I, I recently read an article too that a lot of, a lot of, the, um, a lot of Mexicans, right? A lot of people that are in Mexico, obviously, they're citizens from Mexico, so I call them Mexicans, right? like Americans. All right. Uh, they move, they, they, you know, they live in a small town or a small city and they ended up moving to like Mexico City. Uh, Guanajuato is another one. Mexico City, where the big industries are going from the U.S. over to Mexico right. just because they make more money. Yeah. Right. So it's interesting because a lot of people I say this because a lot of people will be like they leave Mexico to come to U.S. for a better life. But those people have somehow found a way to make a better life in their own country, yeah. which I think it's beautiful, right? Oh, yeah. Because uh, they're able to make it on their own out there compared to coming over here and dealing with the everyday struggle of, like, what do I do now? You know, stuff like that. So, But um, another question I got for you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this, is a, this is a big one that was on my head all week, and I was like, man, should I ask him? Should I ask him <laughs> not? I almost asked you, George, like, should I ask him this question? But... Since you're tied in with Four Corners, you got a good friend of yours there. How did Four Corners start? Do you know the actual story? Because I've heard it was like four homies that started it. In the garage. Really? Yeah. They just started brewing their own thing, and uh huh. Um, I think George was one of them. Yeah. He he's still he's still part of like ownership. Is that like the GM or the manager? Uh, he's. No, the, the he's like higher, higher, higher up. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like okay. the VP like or he's something. Still there, like yeah. no, no, no glass gets poured that he doesn't know about. Like wow, yeah, he's still there, and I have a good relationship with him too. Yeah. Um, and it was literally just a group of friends making mm-hmm. beer in a garage, bottling it, canning it, and just started slanging it, and just little by little, just investment, and investment, yeah, and investment, and just became what it came. You know, opportunity. That, oh, it's one of my favorite quotes, actually. It's like, success is when um, opportunity meets preparation. Mm-hmm. It's just like you spend all this time learning how to brew, brewing, all this stuff, and then when the right opportunity comes, like, boom, yeah. overnight success. But it's not really over. You know, it's like a 10-year overnight success. Yeah, whatever, yeah, you know, no, but, it is, yeah. But, yeah it takes time. Just, it was just a group of friends, man, just... Now, so it's like right now, I just drink yeah, a beer. You started making beer. You can decide to make your own That's beer. cool. <laughs> That's cool, because... Yeah. It's one of my favorite breweries. I don't, know, I don't know if you know this or not, but it's one of my favorite breweries to this day. Like, ever since I went there, like, we talked about it, right? Like, OG Four Corners, like, even going there. And it, and it wasn't the aesthetic of the, I guess, the Mexican-American culture that Four Corner puts out, right? right. Uh, it's just more of, like, every time I went, I always had a good time. Never had a bad time there. Right. Uh, the beer has always been good, yeah. right? 
Could it be better? I think it's good. You know what I mean? It doesn't need to be better. Like, it's good, right? And that's not me really writing them in a good way. But it is, you know? Um, so I was always wonder, it's like, you know, cause I heard like different people was like, Oh, it's four friends. They started a garage and you know, they got mad and like one dude kept the company. The other one left, you know? And the other one was like, no, it was like two guys. They were brothers. And I'm like always hearing these stories, but it's like, you go on their website, you, you know, you can read their story. Right. Um, but my follow up question to that is, is it true that they sold it to Bush? Um, they sold it to... Whoever owns Modelo. Bush. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. <laughs> no it's, it's not. Oh, it's Galactical? No. Um, no. Huey told me last it's, time. Uh, it's like a space. It's a, sp- uh, it's a space name. Um, I know who you're talking about. Huey. Yeah. Huey told me about it because they own a couple mm-hmm. a couple of the uh, uh, imported beers out here. Right. It's like they own like Modelo Dos Equis and so on. Um, But it's not yeah. Bush. I thought it was Bush this whole time. Constellation. 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 Huey, you're telling me. Yeah. So, like, Four Corners is one of the very few breweries in the United States that was able to enjoy some of the money of being bought out and then still being able to own it after. Okay. They got let go. Really? And a lot of of, um, companies don't do that. They'll shut it down. Yeah. Because they don't want... They don't don't want competition. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so they got bought out. Some people left. Some, I guess, you know, George State or uh-huh. you know whatever it was. And they got paid, kept it going, and then they just got let go. Yeah, yeah. Like NFL players. Part of the business. Gonna, yeah, part of the business. And but now they're back to independence. So um, they're an independent brewery now. Now, now that's why they're able to sell six packs of milk oh. now, like growlers and all that stuff. They didn't used to be able to do that. See, I thought they were able to sell six packs because they were uh, because of COVID and the whole Texas yeah. law regulation yeah. beer to go right yeah. that are, that I guess benefited a lot of the the, the breweries for right for a small partial period of time uh-huh. yes but then no not anymore oh uh-huh, okay and then but now that's why they're like there's like coolers in there yeah and, mm-hmm. and now that's why they're doing all that so stuff. they're independent brewery now independent man. Well, that's pretty cool. That's Do you know what that means? You got an own car. I don't know the rest of the song. It's because you, you, at that point, you have the like your creative control again. Yeah, doing whatever you want. You can't. What? What? It's not freelance, is it? Is it? It's like you're free to do oysters. The fuck? Yeah. Hold, wait, you heard it here, guys. <laughs> Oyster <laughs> beer. <laughs> you didn't sign an NDA, did you? Like, <laughs> we get shut down. Spotify takes us off the air. Damn. I'm, I'm, I'm like an unemployed employee of Four Corners. So Dude. Yeah. I I wanna I do want to bring one of the one of the guys out there. That would be cool onto the podcast. Yeah, I think. John, man. John. John? Yeah. We'll bring you and John on. Yeah, for sure. I think that would be good. Yeah. Call it. You make sure you're off the next day, though. We're both in. <laughs> okay. Um, it'll be on a Friday. Yeah, we'll be it'll be on a Friday. <laughs> maybe. Maybe yeah. a Saturday. I don't know. Make sure you don't work the next day. Okay. Noted. I hope my manager doesn't hear this this episode. <laughs> He's like, "Damn it! I, not again!" Nah, nah. But that's cool, man. That is so cool. So uh, that that's really really cool. Like honestly, that that is that is beyond cool to me because it's like. When I heard that it like sold, you know, the company itself, yeah. and then now to hear from you 
I guess, an inside person that, hey, they're an independent, independent brewery again. Yeah. It's a big plus to me. Yeah, I don't know. It still feels like they got that sense of community. It's not like they got bought out and then there's like four different breweries. Yeah. In Dallas or something. Yeah. yeah. You know, like it still feels local. It feels nice. Yeah. It feels. And, and like I said, like every time you walk in there, you taste your beer. It's just I never had a bad time there. Have you? No. Not that the, I can remember. I think every time I gone in there, I left drunk. <laughs> and that's really good. And that's a good thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like I I don't know, man. I just always had a good time. And man. and they have fun things going on. Loteria night. It's always a fun thing to do. If you every Thursday. Yeah. He's there every, every Thursday. Every and Norteño's Thursday? there every well, Thursday. Now I had, to, I had to go back a little bit, man. Really? Yeah. Why? I'm baby boy. You know, I have to be more. Got to be a dad. Present mm-hmm. and stuff. So we're coming back right. to um the Thursday before a holiday that month. Okay. So we were there just recently because it was the Thursday before Valentine's. Day. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know, and I gotta make them miss me. You know what I mean? I can't. You have to. Yeah, week, dude. Yeah. You know? you know what you should do? Like surprise show ups. You yeah. know what I mean? Like people don't know you're gonna be there, exactly. and then you show up, and it's like, well, he's here. Yeah. Celebrity status, bro. Yeah. No, honestly, honestly, <laughs> like people came up to the table and were like, "Man, we came three weeks in a row hoping you were here because I, uh-huh. I hadn't gone since like December." Okay. December. Mm-hmm. It oh, like it's been a while, while for you. I was back. Uh huh. And you know, I posted that I was gonna be there and be like, man, I came here just for you. Uh, Damn, that, bro. Yeah, just... So you get a lot of love by the community, I'm guessing. Oh, for sure, for sure. That's good. Yeah, all the regulars there, man. They're just awesome people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a sense of community when you're drinking there. And right. You can literally talk to the person next to you. And... Cause you say you yeah. started pre-COVID, so you've been going at it for about five years. Yeah, or? like 2017. Oh, 2017. Wow. Nice, that's yeah. good. Coming up to ten, getting yeah, close. Sure. Dang, dude. That's Are you nice. gonna do anything for your ten year anniversary? Um well I don't know, man. It just depends on what happens in the next month. There's year a lot to do until then. Yeah. Yeah, in the yeah. next year or two. I really don't know, man. Uh-huh. I, I had some opportunities pop up where you know, people just wanna hire me. And really? Yeah, so and if if you know, they alleviate all the stress of being like a self employed person and yeah. They're matching what I'm making right now plus other things mm-hmm. and you know, just so I really don't know. Yeah. But ten year ten year man, honestly, um, we'll see. But you know, it's always a big celebration, so yeah, no doubt. That's what I'm saying, man. Ten Posada, years, yeah. bro. The Lotes. You yeah, know what? We'll bring the Lone Star lights, bro. Sure. And a beer funnel. <laughs> we'll bring yeah. four beer funnels. To the party. Everybody, Let us know. Everybody yeah. gets their we'll own. sponsor it. Yeah. Everybody Fuck gets- it. We're down. Let me write it down before yeah. I forget. Yeah. <laughs> but you did grow up in Oak Cliff, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, how was that like, man? I also grew up in Oak Cliff. George did, too. We just... Well, what part of Oak Cliff? I was going to say, say yeah. They're like... Oh, you know, over there uh, by 20 and Crocker Hill. <laughs> that ain't Oak Cliff, dog. Uh, what is, what's uh, the I other one? Loop 12 and 30? You're like, bro, that's what's that? Bro, that's is. Jefferson and Llewellyn. Jefferson and Llewellyn. Same. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, John F. Peeler. That's elementary school at Winswood. Yeah. Same here. Went to. Sorry. Yeah. Now, I was off around kid, man. We, we moved around a lot, but I always stayed in, like, in general, like, Westmoreland, Illinois, Peace and Polk. Okay. We never went north of like Illinois. Okay. We always stayed like Westmoreland and like Keys or like South Oak Cliff. Yeah. South yeah, South Oak Cliff. Yeah, South Oak Cliff. You know. Yeah. So, and uh, went to uh, I went to Molina, Kimball, Sunset, uh-huh. uh, Duncanville. Uh, but yeah, I moved around a lot. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Dang. What? Don't mind me asking, yeah. but what year did you graduate high school? Uh, two thousand ten. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Nice, close to us. Not close to us then, because I'm 12, he's 13, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, dude. 2020, bro. 
We got a dinosaur. We got we got a dinosaur in the room. No, I was kidding. Dandy X, huh? Yeah. I forgot that was a thing. I did too. I completely forgot. Anyways, we're gonna take a break now because I feel old. No, nah, but let's take a break, man. We'll talk about growing up in Oak Cliff, and so if that's cool with you. I think that's a cool subject, right? Yeah, so it's always cool being there. All right, guys, uh, go pop open a beer, um, chug it, and then pop open another one. We'll be back, and we're back. All right, have you guys ever had rim paste from El Norteño with a Keystone Light? Never. First. I barely even have. Keystone this is a first. Yeah. Only here at Beer Me Carnal Studio, 15th floor of the Green Building in downtown Dallas. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you're in your fifth beer, it's not that bad. Bro, I Keystone's am I am in my fit beer right now, and you know what? We're gonna make it a six pack, <laughs> and that's okay. But uh, what were we talking about? I don't know. We took a break. I forgot forgot to hit the record button. Now we're drinking rim paste with Keystone Light, and this is really good, bro. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. You know, last time I was at Four Corners, and I got some of the rim paste from you. We finished it <laughs> through the podcast. Yeah. Next time awesome. we do a yeah. beer bong, we should put some rim paste on that. It's funny though. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> what was funny is people like ask me like, "Oh, hey, like you know, for, especially first time buyers because they don't know." Yeah. But they'll buy. They'll like you know buy the product and be like, "How long does it last?" Mm. And I, it's just they don't know. It's just like once you start, you can't stop. You oh, just really? yeah. yeah. So I'm once like, you open it, then yeah, you got like, you gotta, you gotta keep you going, gotta keep it, bro. Oh, that's a good question. That's a good yeah. Like, how long does it last? And I'm like, I don't know. Like depends. How like, much do you drink? Yeah. <laughs> but get honestly, drunk. It, a lot of people tell me too. It's just like with the Chilitos products. It's like they'll just keep going and going, mm. and then bam, next you know, then the bag is gone. I got two candies from you that day, and I got you. I got the. Um, I want to say it was a watermelon. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I got something else. I forgot what it was. Was it Gushers? They were Gushers. That's yeah, what it was, bro. Okay, bro, the, the watermelons, I ran out in like that yeah. same day, bro, that same night. And you I got feel the bad. two best sellers, which is the Gushers and the watermelon. I can see that. People people go crazy for those things. Man. And the Gushers, what, what flavor is that? Uh, It's like, it's a mixture of like the, I don't even know the flavor, but it's just like the red ones and then the uh-huh. colorful ones. Nice. It's a mixture of both. I gotta try those. I don't think I've Gushers. Yeah. yeah. No, they're they're good too. Uh, those last a little longer, but no, I ran out through the watermelon ones, bro. I just cleared them out. Yeah, it is the, I always try to tell people like, pick the the gummy that you already like, mm-hmm. because it's only gonna extend your likingness to it. You know, like if you're a gummy bear person, go with the gummy bear. True. If you like, if you go to the movies and you like Sour Patch Kids, go with the Sour Patch Kids. You're already fucking with the gummy that you mm-hmm. already like. Mm-hmm. The art, what we do to them is is just an extension of, mm-hmm. of the flavor, and you're gonna like it even more. And when you go to Four Corners, is all the rim paste they use yours, or do they have another one they use too? They all so they they buy from me. Like I want to say they put in like two to three orders a month, depending mm-hmm. on how the month goes. Um, and it's all on me. Uh, and like, then they just recently started selling my stuff there too. Oh, so that's if you cool. want to go in and get a six pack and a rim paste, yeah. they got it for sale now too. Bro, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Now, when you sell it to them, if it's okay to disclose, do you sell them in like five gallon buckets? No, so they they get it just like this, like a like a consumer, oh really? Yeah, packaging. And what is this yeah. like eight ounce, sixteen ounce? That's twelve. Dude. That's twelve ounce. 12 okay. Ounce. Yeah. Wow. 
And they just so they get a stack of them and they just put them out as the yeah. day goes. Yeah, but, I started with the eight ounces, mm-hmm. but then like th- there was too many orders coming in. I was like, no, I need I need to, and I mm-hmm. you know I kept the price the same, but um, but yeah, they, we went up to twelve ounces and now it lasts them a little bit longer. So since I opened this one, that means I gotta have a party this weekend. Yeah, yeah. no, no hat. Okay, all right. Or you can just drink more tonight. We'll have a shotgun party. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll drink more, and then we'll have a shotgun party. Hey, do it to where you smear the rim paste on the on the hose. You gotta lick the hose before you start chugging. <laughs> this man has ideas. <laughs> this is why we brought him on the podcast, guys. Like <laughs> now, so you grew up in Oak Cliff, right? Yeah. And how was it life out there, man? Compared to like you growing up in Oak Cliff, how is it compared to now? Looking at it. Uh, a lot of people have opinions. A lot of people like it. A, p- a lot of people don't like it. A lot of people think it's a good thing for the community. Other people think it's pushing out what the culture and what Oak Cliff is. So what's your opinion on that? Since you grew up in Oak Cliff, South Oak Cliff mainly, right? And South Oak Cliff is changing as well. So what, what's your what's your opinion on that or your take? I mean, honestly, I just feel like if you ask somebody that grew up in Oak Cliff, you know, how I was like growing up in Oak Cliff, I honestly mm-hmm, didn't get mm-hmm. a... They're all 50 different answers. You know what right. I mean? It's like, did you grow yeah. up on the good side of Oak Cliff? Mm-hmm. Did you grow up on the ghetto side of Oak Cliff? Right. So, but, I mean, I grew up in the poor side of Oak Cliff, dude. We grew up in Section 8, Parkwood Apartments right there on mm-hmm. Kiss and Post and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it, it's a whole different world than what it is now. But if you're if you're mentally prepared for the growth in life and just in the economy and the world in general, you're not too closed about the idea of, you know, sharing you know the beautiful neighborhood that you grew up in right. i mean it's not really something to see as a negative thing you know th- thankfully you know the economy is booming in oak cliff and people like me are able mm-hmm. to profit from it you right know, it's just depending on how you are like oh they're coming in here raising rents they're raising taxes yeah. and all these mm-hmm. things it's, i mean that's just part of growing up that's just part of being an adult right yeah. yeah anywhere you go that's gonna happen it's just life you know, you got to deal with it. But, I mean, where the area that I grew up in, I don't even know if those apartments are there anymore mm-hmm. or if they, like, remodeled or... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, but <laughs> it's like condos man, now or something. We, we grew up in a two-bedroom apartment, bro, like, at a discounted, like, mm-hmm. Section 8 rate. Uh-huh. And it was, I think I want to say, like, between 500 to $600 Damn. for a two-bedroom. You can never find that now. Yeah. You can't find dude. that now. Mm-mm. And, I mean... I, I love my childhood and I, I grew up, you know, around all types of people, you know, Mexicans, black people, um, and it, it, it influenced me and, you know, I'm able to, to learn from my environment, but yeah, if, if you take a step back and look at the big picture, mm-hmm. it's just like, you want growth. Like, I want to be able to raise my kids, but not have to go through what I went through. Right. You know, now you see all these Montessori, you know schools and DISD actually, you know, trying to do uh-huh. better for the kids and stuff like that. And it's be that's a beautiful thing to me. It's just like if I can raise my kids where I grew up in but not have to go through the things that I went through, right. like mm-hmm. I mean I, I see it as a positive thing. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah, I mean another side of it would be what people leave in Oak Cliff and yeah. not having a sense of community. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, do do I miss the gunshots? Maybe, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> they used to suit me at night as white noise. Yeah, but you know, sirens. But yeah, you know, it's just it, it, I I I love where I grew up. In, yeah, and I don't I don't picture myself like anywhere else. Like at, at right. some point, eventually, I do see myself like having to move out of um, 
kind of like the DFW area, but that's right. just like personal goals and, right, right, and right. growth that I that I plan on doing. But as of right now, you know, we're still in South Oak Cliff. Okay. Um, New Year still sounds like Iraq in two thousand eight. Fuck yeah. So, but but I mean, it's just people just need to understand that it, it's a part of growth. And yeah, you know, I don't want my kids to, you know, be so try to so crack on the way home. You know, right, right, right. It's mm-hmm. just just one of those things that you just you love where you came from but you understand you know right understand you know I mean? that's true that is I mean, true if you grew up in the bougie part of oak cliff like i could see how like you would you would think it's a negative thing like oh my taxes are going up right mm-hmm. my my you know property is going up i can't buy a, a third home like yeah okay, you know i get that but yeah 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 and that's crazy because excuse me there is people that think that way right um and the people that I spoke to, uh, they grew up, I guess, yeah, on a nicer side of Oak Cliff, right? And they grew up in a better household, right? Where there was two incomes, you know, compared to one, let's just say. I grew up in a household where there was one income. Um, and it, it was a little rough. I'm not going to lie. Um, our house got dry by multiple times. I'll tell you that mm-hmm. right now. Uh, I remember taking the faceplate off the stereo, so they, <laughs> yeah, you know, so they, the so they wouldn't take the stereo, you yeah. know, locking the doors, you know. And you had a stereo? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, you know what? Yeah, you had a CD case. <laughs> yeah. My dad had a first gen Tacoma. It was like a 1989 Tacoma. It was called like a Toyota truck. It wasn't yeah, Tacoma yeah, yeah. yet, right? Yeah. And uh, it had no stereo, had no AC, no heater, bro. But nobody fucked with it because right. it was like yeah. nothing to steal yeah. from it, you know. Yeah. And uh, I remember he loved that truck for that reason, is that, like, nobody tried to break into it or anything like that. And just, like, I remember, and I think I've said this before um, on here, it's, like, I remember, like, our neighbors were, like, they were homies. Like, they were they were vatos, you know. They were, they were actual gangsters. And I remember my dad inviting them to carne asada so they wouldn't break into our house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, my dad was, like, you know, because my dad grew up in the F.A., so he had that. That that pito mentality, yeah, you yeah, know what no, I mean? Seriously. It's where he was like, all right, you know, like you make the bad guys your friends. Mm-hmm. So they're like, hey, that guy's cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, we're not going to fuck with you him. You get the pass. You get the pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, get the pass, dude. you know, and, and, thing. and they were respectful, man, because they were like, I remember this. And then they would come over. They will all line up, grab their plate, go back to the porch, which was like maybe like 10 feet from yeah. us and just eat there. You know, and then, yeah, they took care of our house. The times they got drive-by, I remember the older brother of that household came over and told my dad, I was like, hey, those guys that shot your house, we took care of it. And he, like, walked away, and then, you know, yeah, and, and I'm, like, seven years that. old, and yeah. we're, like, you know, like, I'm, like, what? What happened? You know, so. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. No, because they were, like, actual cholos, you know what I mean? It was, like I said, this is a different era yeah. that I saw growing up. You know, now I see it as, like, there was actually cholos in Oak Cliff, you know. I think there's still a few out there. But it was, like, actual cholos, like, homies and stuff yeah. that were, like, out there and stuff like that, so. It was crazy, but like growing up in Oak Cliff in that area, it was a little bit different compared to like because like where I grew up, I guess it's like Central Cliff, right. and I remember hearing like, "Oh, South Oak Cliff is worse." Yeah, I was like, "Bro, is this as bad? Like, it's worse out there." I was like, "Fuck, man, yeah. what the hell?" You know. So, so, so like with me, the situation was like my parents came over here for a better life, right? Uh huh. But then my parents ended up splitting up, and then oh, uh, mm-hmm. so at a certain point, it was just me had a household male. Yeah. My mom and my two younger sisters. 
Mm-hmm. And that was for like a long period of time. I want to say from like uh, the end of grade school through middle school and beginning of like high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just me head of household. And I, I still to this day remember one time we got followed from the parking lot where we where we lived at because you have to live you have to park in the parking lot then mm-hmm. walk to your apartment mm-hmm. and we were being followed and then I was just I, I've always just kind of had to look over my shoulder right. I mean uh, growing up in that part that of hood mentality yeah. like you look over yeah. your shoulder yeah. you hear a snap on the ground or something uh-huh. like that you know you look over and I, t- I told my mom and my sisters I was like hey just keep going just don't, don't worry about it just yeah. keep your pace normal and then just go in the house. As soon as we go in the house, uh-huh. I made sure to lock the top bolt and everything. Yep. Like we had other chains and everything. Put and the put the door tilted by the doorknob. I say like six yeah. dudes were trying to knock the door down. Damn. Yeah, and it's just me, my two younger sisters, and uh-huh. my mom. I, like you know, we're we're Mexicans and we don't know nothing. And yeah. You know, we don't know about the two way you know amendment and how to even purchase one. Right. Or if we even were able to. So I grabbed the chicken, uh, chicken knife. <laughs> <laughs> I grabbed the chicken knife. The chicken knife, right? Yeah. I grabbed the chicken yeah. And I'm just like standing there at the door, trying right. to hold it down, and you just like six dudes, just like steady kicking it and uh-huh. kicking it, trying to break it down. But um, I mean, it's a good door. I don't know what manufacturer. Yeah. It was like Wentworth or something. Uh-huh. What yeah. they use in offices. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it, I mean, it, it did the job, and it's just one of those things that I lived through that just makes me appreciate that things aren't like that anymore yeah no that is true you know that is true man if, that is true i don't know what could have happened that day if that door right down. If, if yeah I, I have the knife there's six guys yeah maybe i get the first guy and then the rest of them get mm-hmm. me and then right. my sisters my mom like i don't know what could happen but yeah you know change change is good and especially if it's for the better yeah know? yeah Some exactly people like to live in their comfort and yeah, and it's good too if you like routines. You know? uh-huh. Sometimes, like me, I like my routine. I like where my my things are kept and stuff. But like, yeah, you got to see a bigger picture. That is true. That is true. Like moving out here was like a big big change for me too, right? Because I I lived with my parents up to two years ago. I lived with my parents, right? And is in Oak Cliff. In Oak Cliff, everybody knows New uh, July Fourth, Christmas Day, New yeah. Year's, yeah. right? Twenty fourth, thirty first. Yeah. Everybody knows it's a, you know right at midnight. Everybody starts shooting, if not before. Yeah, uh, coming so out here. To the plumbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, People big doing their their water pipes. Dude. Big shout out, man. <laughs> because you know this is this is funny to me in a way. Yeah. Because it's like people people are discreet to not shoot up in the air, yeah. right? Because yes, science. You should have gone up in the air. That round's gonna come and back what down. Goes up, what's going mm-hmm. down, and it's gonna hit something or somebody, right? Hopefully something, not somebody. Uh, so some people are like, you know what? I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get a little, you know, my New Year's resolution. Shoot my gun, my new AK, my new M4, whatever, onto the ground. They go to shoot it and they messed up their fucking pipes, uh, <laughs> which they us. have to fix uh, because it's yeah. inside their property. It's usually their backyard. Uh-huh. So yeah, so, but it's crazy. Learn it's crazy. lesson. It's a learn lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Learn lesson, bro. My brother-in-law has to stay on call on, on those nights. Really? Like, yeah. He makes a killing, dude. He likes it. Yeah, he he's like, waiting he, for it. Yeah. Yeah. He already knows he's going to get a call, and then he doesn't start drinking until he gets back. Yeah. I, I, I was going to say, that's smart. That's yeah. smart, you know? They're like, hey, you don't want beer? He's like, I'm going to wait till 1 p.m. Or 1 a.m. 1 a.m. He's like, I'm going to wait till 1 a.m. He prepares. He buys all types of measurements and all these things. Yeah. So, you know. Shoot, man. Yeah, no, but like moving here, right? There's a big, big difference, right? Because here you can't go into your backyard and shoot. Uh, Like it matters anyways. But 
uh, here my 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 uh, July Fourth and my New Year's Day was spent here, and bro, it was quiet. Yeah. I'm talking about that quiet. Yeah. Earlier when when I go shotgun that beer, you're like, man, you you live in a quiet it's neighborhood, bro. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> very very we, quiet, man. We don't man. hear like gunshots on. I mean, sometimes we do. We'll hear like people just like shooting in the backyards, but you can kind of tell like gunfire if it's like interacting like gunfire right like somebody against somebody or you can hear just somebody just that doesn't know education that you know when to go to the range or how to go yep. and then mm-hmm. they just get a gun and they want to shoot it you know just like mm-hmm. and you can just hear them going like five six rounds and stuff and i'm like no it's nothing or i can tell yeah. how far it is and stuff like that but sirens yep. the, the <laughs> firefighters <laughs> helicopters <laughs> Uh, and I live right next to the zoo too, so that should tell you like around what area yeah. of South Oak Cliff like I'm living at right now. You can hear the challengers down yeah. the street. You can hear yeah. the chargers, yeah. Cha- yeah. straight pipe chargers, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but we, all that noise is it, to me is it, to me it's like soothing, right? Right, right, my right. Wife, she's from California. She's more used to like a calmer way of life. Oh, and stuff. yeah. And she's like, "What's going on?" And I was like, "Did you hear that?" And I'm like, "Yes, but it's okay." It's normal. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's all right. Like, it's, how was how was her? How long has she been here in Texas? So she, her, her story is crazy, man. Because she was born in Cali, <clears throat> then she moved to Washington State. Okay. Then she came to Texas for like two years, and then she moved back to Washington State. To Washington State or to California. Okay, okay. And then, like, I want to say around her freshman year or sophomore year in high school, she mm-hmm. finally moved back. So she has oh, okay. friends here that she knew in elementary school when she had moved the first time. Okay. That she talks to now. That's cool. But then she came back like around her high school years, and, and so like she, she she grew up around here, but like not really. Yeah. It was just like a lot of like moving around. Uh huh. But her her family used to have um, a, what do you what do you call those things? The like airlines, the like a travel agency. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, right there on Jefferson. Remember the old uh, Ritmo with the CD player? Ritmo oh, Latino. Yeah, Ritmo Latino, Latino, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it burned and, down recently. Yeah. And <laughs> so, like, their agency was, like, right across the street from that. Was and it, like, out of... Was it... So, right, like, by Jerry's? I think I remember. Uh, like, oh. where Jerry's is at, next to it. Like, mm-hmm. literally right in front of Ritmo. I don't... I want to say my mom and dad got flight tickets there once. Yeah, they did. For they out of Mexico. The Montelongo. And that, that's her family. Probably. And it's it's, it's it was, an all-female family, dude. It was, like, out of Mexico that yeah. I remember. And they paid, like, 200 bucks for, like, uh, what is it, round trip? Man, they'll get you flights yeah. to, like, Dubai. Like, whatever flight you <laughs> Super yeah. cheap. Um, all-inclusive packages. Oh, yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah, I remember they flew first class yeah. <laughs> for, like, 200 yeah. bucks to San Luis Potosí. Yeah. That's tight. Yeah. yeah. Different time. Yeah. Different time. Different Let's time. try finding that now. Yeah. <laughs> so... So her moving, I guess so she lived here, but like moving to Oak Cliff or yeah. South Oak Cliff, right? That's where you yeah. reside now. Um, it was like a big culture shock with the gunshots and all stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it's to her, it's not new, but it's not like she's not used to it. Yet. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? She still worries. Uh-huh. You know, she's she's still wondering why it's happening on a Wednesday night at yeah. seven p.m. True. You know, I would just <laughs> <laughs> man, but, she should be at work. Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> like no. <nah. laughs> But I mean, now she's gotten used to like if she doesn't see my face worried, then she 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 knows. Oh, okay. Worried, yeah, I mean? yeah, exactly. So I mean, because we've we've had some like you know peel outs like on our block and stuff like that, but yeah. nothing nothing major or right to worry about. But 
but it, it was a little you know difficult for her to get used to mm-hmm. um you know but just conversation and it just happened it so frequently uh that it made her understand like hey like it's just it's just what it is it's yeah. just texas yeah texas people have the right you know to own and bear arms people have the right to shoot their water pipes <laughs> that's, a way, you know. that's a good way to put <laughs> it, know, bro. Like, you want to fuck up your water pipe? Like, fucking, why not, right? <laughs> you want to save the 20 <laughs> that is true, man. Well, uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll do a mystery beer. Okay. And then uh, we'll go from there because I'm yeah. having a good time. I think I'm going to grab another beer, too. So don't go anywhere or do go somewhere and grab a six pack. Go to the restroom. Go to the restroom, too. What's up, guys? And we are back. And I am on my sixth beer. George is on, like, his fourth beer? Fifth beer. Fifth beer. Catch up. No, wait. You're right. Fourth beer. Is it? I'm lying. How many beers are you in, dog? Uh, three plus the shotgun. Three plus the shotgun. That's yeah. four. Hey, catch up. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. How many no. beers have you had in your life? Oof. Whoa. All right. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Total. You know, hey, they add up. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I picked these up today. We are doing mystery beer, though. I mostly, a lot of the times I get beers based on how pretty the can is. This is a beautiful <laughs> can. Hey, um, aesthetics and the graphics and everything have to do a lot with, like, the purchasing power that beers have or just products in general. Yeah, because on this one, if you look at that image of the Big D, it kind of reminds you of the statues here around Dallas, yeah. around Deep Ellum. The, the, it has a text, yeah. it has a, a big text, holding big text in one of his arms. Yeah, I see him. Oh, I see that, the, yeah. Uh, Ferris wheel on the left hand. Yeah. I, I, you know, that distracted me so much, I didn't even notice it was a double IPA. It is. Hey, we should have drank this and I like first, it it's, uh, I mean, it's a big <laughs> IPA. Yeah. Bro, we should have drank this first. See, this is the one you don't put rim piss on. Yeah. You don't. You don't. You don't. Can you explain why we don't put rim taste on an IPA? The flavors just don't mesh well. Like, it, it's just, you don't put chamoy on mole, right? It's just no. The flavors, it's just, they don't just mix well. Like, just, okay. You know You know what it, I do it, appreciate uh, about this beer, though? Oh, yeah. It's the, it, has, it, it shows what it pairs with. It says Pepper Jack or Texas Barbecue plus 10 gallon hats. Well, I get the Shit. last one as a joke. It's still, it's still nice to. Know I have a five-gallon hat. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, it does. No, it's the big D. I don't know. It's kind of. It looks. It, it gives me like gimmicky vibes, man. Really? Yeah, like it looks gimmicky. Like oh, just because you have big text and a Ferris wheel and it pairs that like I don't know. It looks gimmicky to me. It is. It is a little bit of gimmicky. Yeah. No, I can see it. But at the same like, sense, it's like a low star. That's a Texas beer without telling us. It's. Like, it is you know, simple. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Bro, this is just like big yes. D double IPA. What's what that alcohol percentage? Barbecue. Bro, that alcohol percentage 8%. is eight percent on it. It's like two Bud Lights here. Yeah. Bro, I'm catching up already. Dude. Catch up, <laughs> catch up, <laughs> dude. This is crazy because uh, the first time I went to Lakewood Brewing mm-hmm. was with um, oh fuck, who was it with? I want to say it was my cousin. But they are local in a sense, right? They're local in a sense. Yes, yes. It's like Garland, Border. Um, I want to say it was my cousin, Mario. Mm -hmm. Uh, He invited me out there after a ride. This is when I used to ride bikes around White Rock Lake. And he's like, hey, you want to grab a beer? And we grabbed a beer here. The second time I went, it was with you, uh, Johnny and Daniel. And uh, 
It was a packed house, too. Yeah, and it was in, during the summer, so. Pop these open. See, the, even, it, it, it didn't give me that. Yeah, it wasn't loud enough. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Yeah, it didn't well, give you that keystone the snap. Keystone was like, <laughs> <laughs> you're right, you know? you're right. Oh man, I can smell it. Ooh, what oh, is this from? It's a nice. It's day. a it's a heavy hop smell. I'll tell you that right now, bro. Like oh, awful like can. It. It's a like it's it, a yeah. heavy, heavy hop smell out well, of cheers, it. Cheers, guys. It, so we'll cheers, post man. The picture of the can. It's a yeah, big, we will. I like it because yeah. green's my favorite color. Yeah, yeah. I, Is the, it black and green? My favorite color too. That didn't taste bad. First sip. What? Hold on. Hold the fuck up. Yeah, as soon as I smell that, I knew I was gonna like it. Bro, that's crazy. This is a double IPA. A double light. Must be light. Is it light? Let's mm. see. Double India Pale L with. Amarillo, Cascade, Centennial Hops. Thank you for that. And, and to all the breweries <laughs> out there, or to all the brewers that are thinking about brewing, um, if your hops don't come from the state of Washington, you are not fucking with the premium grade A hops. You know, that, that's funny you say that, because for my birthday, which was in July, we went to the Shiner Factory. And they're like, our disclosed location for the hops, you know, where we get it or whatever. And I looked into it, mm-hmm. into Reddit. Dude, you can find anything on Reddit, by the way. Yeah, of course. And there was this uh, this guy, I'll try to find it, I'll send it to you guys, uh, where he talked about where the hops for Shiner beer don't come from uh, Germany, where Shiner's, mm-hmm. you know, the origin, the origin proud to be from. They come from Washington State. Yeah. Company. Yeah. 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 He talked about that. Says, uh, and he wife, like. My, that's the part of Washington my wife grew up in. Really? Yeah. Dang. That's cool. That's cool. That's, 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 that's cool. That's how I know. That's cool, bro. <laughs> so, yeah, he talked about that. And, and he was like, he, one of the things he did say is some of the best independent beer companies uh, get their hops from Washington. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh shit!" So, so what is it about Washington that just the, the weather, the climate, everything? Mm-hmm. It's just there's it's always it's suitable for it. Fresh mountains, it's ocean, so so like rivers. hops. Yeah, the way hops are made is pretty much in a almost like a wine. Think of it. Oh, okay. It, it's it's in a like a not. I want to. I don't want to say a wet environment and also not humid because it is humid, mm-hmm. but it's not the humidity we get here. It's like a colder humid. Mm-hmm. What is is out there, and it's more of a. Shoot, man, I don't know how to say it. Like, after it rains, mm-hmm. in a way. Vibe. Twilight, there you go, there you go. Twilight is the Dude. best way to put it, you know? And it's something with just the weather, how it is there. It's, humid, it's, just like cold it's a cold humid. And it just makes the hops just taste and grow a little bit better. Nice. Um, so that, more than yeah. Starbucks. Yes, yeah, 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 more than Starbucks. That's why, like, a lot of people that grow vegetables and, like, fruits out there, um, are sweeter and better compared to the ones we get here. I don't know something about it, uh, and I mean here in Texas. And this is it's uh, brewed and bottled here in Garland, Texas. This is Garland, Texas. Bro. So was it Gar? Is it Garland where yes. the brewery, right? Yeah, yeah. But like I said, it's a Dallas Garland border, and I believe Lakewood is more on the Garland side. It's something where like you cross the street and it's Dallas. And you go back, and it's like Lakewood is. On it's the almost like by White Rock in a sense. Right? It, it's, it's pretty. Kind of, it's pretty much. Is it yeah. Borderline like six thirty five. It's it's yeah. pretty much right off six thirty five and like thirty, pretty much in that vicinity. Yeah. 
but it's more like towards Dallas. Yeah. But it's also like we're in Garland yeah, already. Garland. Yeah, close enough to clean Dallas. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It's one of those places where like you cross the street, it's Dallas, but you're at the brewery, you're in Garland. And by the way, big shout out to Garland SWAT. Those guys are fucking dope as fuck. Yeah, yeah. um, I worked with them last month. They're dope as fuck. But anyways, this is good, bro. Yeah, For a double bad, IPA, right? bro, big D double IPA, smooth as fuck. How many donkeys do you give it out of 10? This one, considering I don't really like IPA. I mean, I fuck with IPAs, but I'll, it won't be the first beer I go to. I'd give this a good eight and a half. Okay. Dude, nine. that's that's yeah. really fucking good from you. What do you give it out of 10 donkeys being 10 donkeys the best? Um, A solid seven, dude. Seven. A solid seven. Ooh, okay. Okay. I can see that. It's, it, it's good flavor. Uh-huh. It's just not refreshing enough for me. Okay. And I feel like IPAs have to give you that, like. Bang, you know what I mean? Like a summer, like a good summer yeah, beer refreshment. Yeah, especially for it being a double IPA, uh-huh. I expect a little bit more. Okay, okay. It, so a solid seven. Okay. Not not too bad, but like it's a decent. It can be better, decent, right? Yeah. Okay. And I, IPAs are hard to have good, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I give this an eight. So I'm going to be right in between you guys. Mm-hmm. Because it's smooth. Is it, Can it be more refreshing? Yes. Maybe it's a temperature we're drinking it at. Yeah, maybe, it, maybe, thing. maybe it can be that, right? It's a smooth yes. Will I have it again? Yes. Is it my first preference? Probably not. Probably my third or fourth preference. I give you that. Does it remind you of a Dream Crusher from Deep Ellum? No. Because it was right next to it. No. Good. No. And the reason I say no is because Dream Crusher is more hoppier compared to this right now. Mm-hmm. And you get more of that IPA hopness, right? And if you drink IPAs, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That guayaba, that fruity, excuse me, like spiced taste to it, Pulpy. right? Mm-hmm. Pulping, exactly. Yeah. And Dream Crusher has pretty much all of what I've said, including pulping, to it compared to this. So this is smooth, yes. But I feel like Dream Crusher is a little bit harder to drink. How, how would you feel if you drank a whole six pack of that? I wouldn't go to work tomorrow. <laughs> I'll tell you I that mean, right I now. Be mad at it, <laughs> yeah, I think it's those ten bucks for the six packs. Bro, like, what? That's pretty fair for this. Bro, send the link. Six pack is enough. To send get the link. Going. I'll prime that shit over. <laughs> the color is a little light too for for an IPA. Yeah, that's what really I'm saying. Is, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, it, like it's smooth. If, if it is a light IPA, light double IPA. I mean, they're not. But it doesn't say light. You know what I mean? It doesn't say light. 8% is... And it's 8%. Pretty, pretty and, and like you just said, yeah, I mean, like, if I was to look at your glass right now, I would think of a lager. Yeah. It almost looks like a Victoria. Yeah. yeah. I mean, compared to the Keystone right now, I mean, yeah, that's completely light. But, but it's how much like, alcohol percentage is in this Keystone? Uh, like 3 point something. Dude, it's like... Minimal. 12 ounces. 4.1. Hey, it says beer. I like when beer says this beer. This is 4.1. 4.1. So, yeah. So... It's about two keystones. You know what I like when it says beer on the can? I don't know why. I just like when it says beer. Beer? Yeah. It says 12 ounces and it's like beer. Beer. This is beer. You know? I don't know. It's the little things, Eric. It's the little things, man. It's the little things. Now, when you pick up a can or a six-pack at a gas station, corner store, wherever you're going, and you're not drinking four corners, because I think you're sponsored by them. Uh, no, <laughs> I mean, it's like a tight relationship. We, we have a cl- close... Yeah. Um, very like positive relationship uh-huh. and you know I, I, man they just had my back so many times and right. i had theirs uh-huh. you know, it, it's mutual but right 
I'm not like legitly like sponsored. Like we have our products in other breweries mm-hmm. too. So okay, okay. Yeah. It's like I'm sponsored by Lone Star, but not really. Right. <laughs> it's like I'm sponsored. By <laughs> real, we're, not, we're not sponsored till we are. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, but there you go. Hint, hint. Yeah. Wink, wink. Early ambassadors. <laughs> Man, I've always, I've always talked to them, and I was like, we need to make a michelada beer. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like the cheladas modelo. Okay, and, yeah, uh, where it's already. I was prepped. like, we need, yeah, because they they tried that spicy cello stuff, but it's a beer. It's uh-huh. not a michelada. It's just easy. I I know. I, know. I gave it two donkeys. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. It, it it wasn't the best, and it's not everybody's favorite. But if they could brew, uh, like a chelada, uh huh. You know, like that was an actual like miche in a mm-hmm. can, kind of like the big boys that people will, you know, like oh hungover. Oh yeah. You know, it's the first thing I, you know, whatever. I've always think that thought that we we would make a really good one. Like if they do my meat and mix mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. their yep. like grito or with their local buzz or something. You know what beer I miss is el paletero. Yeah, yeah, that one was good. It was a good beer, bro. It you was know, a good. You beer. know what beer they did really good on though? The grito. Ever since grito, that one came oh, out, that one yes. my go-to. You know, they some people call it sparkling water with beer taste, but I'm like, you know what? I like it. I don't. Well, care. that's the, it's a light lager. It's a yeah. light Mexican lager, like. And I like it. That's what it is. But it's good. It hit. It, yeah. I get a pint. It's my go-to. I get a pint, and then I get another pint, and like. And it feels it's pretty new. It hasn't. It doesn't feel like it's, it's been out as long as everything else. It's good. It's good. You know but what I mean. But it just set itself as like one of their go-to. Also, every time I grab it, I want to like play Chalino Sanchez. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great name. I don't know why. I mean, I remember going to the beer release point where they had like a competition. Where oh, El Grito. El Grito. Yeah. yeah. Fun, fun day. Damn, I think I, I was drunk. Oh, you did? Yeah. Nice. Hell yeah, bro. I think at the time the prize was like some custom made vans yeah. or something. It was. Pretty fun. It yeah. was, yeah. yeah. It was. But back to the question. If you're at a gas station corner oh, okay. store, yeah, yeah. not four corners, we're not counting four corners, even though we all love it, what would be your go to six pack? Where you're like, you know what? It's a chill night. The kids are asleep. The wife's in a good mood. It's a chill day. What am I having? Blue Moon. My man. Oh. <laughs> My moon, man. Dude. It, I want to chill in. Uh-huh. Buzz. Wife's in a good mood. Yeah. I just have a few, but I want them to hit a little bit. Right, right, right. Blue Moon, bro. Canner bottle. Uh, Big Boy. Okay. They have Blue Moon Big Boy. Yep. I'll, I'll right. Yep. They have the two for seven. Shout out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they do. They yeah. do, bro. They have the two for seven. Get, you know, depending on the night, I'll get two big boys or uh-huh. four big boys. And just I'll, I have oranges at home all the time, you know. Yeah. I, like the, I like the orange when they put it at the bottom. Yes, bro. Yeah. Yeah. The oranges is yeah. pour. You get that big boy, pour in a chilled glass and then squeeze oranges mm-hmm. in it or an orange in it. Bro, it's a whole. It, it's, it, it's, it's magic. Yeah. It's magic. It is. Add some Norteño uh, rim paste on it. There you go. Dude, there you go. Rim paste on the. Uh, on a blue moon. Blue moon. Damn, try that I need to try that we shit. We haven't had blue moon on here ever. No, no. The reason, and I said it before, the reason that I don't want to bring on blue moon, it's one of my favorite beers. I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> I don't know uh, why. I, like I don't know why. I don't number know. Two, number two, shock top. You didn't do a shock top. Shock top is the other one. Yeah, they're like right behind it, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, everybody has their brothers. They're not twins. Yeah, yeah, they're brothers. Like one has a better attitude than the other one. I know what you mean. Yes, yes. Okay, I'll go with that. Okay. Now, Blue Moon. Dude, that's, that's, I didn't expect that from you. 
I don't know why I was thinking more like a like a not a style like an L. I was yeah. kind of more expecting an L from you. But Blue Moon, yes, no, it's it's on my list uh, on good beers, man. I like them. Yeah. Now, I forgot who it was that mentioned it. Like, but you're only supposed to have like one or two apparently Blue Moons. Was it? Do you remember, George? No, I haven't. Somebody said it. I don't know. I don't know. Probably. Probably. But, dude, I remember one time we were at a at a party, and this was in a company I used to work for in a, in a long time ago. And the manager of the gym threw a little, like, a party at her place, right? And she was cool as fuck. Big props for her. I hope she's doing well. And uh, we were at her house, and one of our coworkers... He was, like, older than us, but he was, like, I don't know. He, it's, like, he didn't show his age. He was just cool as fuck. He brings a 12-pack 12, 12 of Blue Moons, right? And this is also the first time I tried Blue Moon. Uh, he brings it, and I was, like, oh, I never had that. And I was, like, hey, man, I'll trade you a beer for a beer, you know? And I think I had, like, fuck, like, Miller Light or some shit, right? And he's, like, no, it's okay. Yeah. Like, he's, like, he's like, no, it's okay. You can have one. And I was, like, all right, cool. So I grab one of his beers, a bottle, I pop it open, I drink. I'm like, bro, this is fucking good, right? And so I'm drinking, drinking, drinking. And I was like, hey, man, like, is it okay if I grab another one? And it's like maybe 10 minutes, right? And he's like, oh, no, they're gone. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Uh, well, let's go buy some more, right? Yeah. He's like, yeah, let's go. And so we're on our way, and uh, it's like Tom Thumb or Kroger. We're on our way to go buy some. And I was like, damn, man, like, everybody liked them or what? And he's like. No, I drank the rest. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck, bro? I was like, what the fuck, you know? It was like a span of 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And uh, it turns out, yeah, he, he loved Blue Moon. <laughs> yeah. But recently, I forgot who it was. I want to say it was Noe that told me that. Or, yeah, I want to say it was Noe. But, like, uh, he told me that you're only supposed to, like, have one or two Blue Moon, and that's it. And I'm like, dude, I fucking had, like, six or seven. Dude, I mean, so, it's just a good beer, and they go down smooth. The next, they day, really I, do. I mean, the next day, I feel good after a couple of moments. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't have any like, yeah, you know, headache or nothing. What's your uh, What's your favorite Mexican beer? Like, if you were to have a Mexican beer, like, what would be your go to? Tecate. Hopefully not light, bro. Los Rojas, okay. All right, he can stay here, bro. He can stay. He can spend the night. But I'm not gonna lie. I did go through my Tecate light phase. Was it carbs? Were you watching carbs? No, it was just I wanted a pound. Oh. I just wanted a pound. I couldn't pound with Tecate Roja. And you know, you know, mm, as yeah. beer drinkers, sometimes yeah. we're in a pounding mood. Sometimes we're in a just like one a few mood. Yeah, 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 yeah. And with the got the light, it's just I, I liked it just because I can have as many as I want. You're like here's a twelve pack. You're like, here's a 12 pack. I'm just going to get fucked up. Yeah. And there yeah. was a time where Tecate Light had this stride. Like in Mexico, everybody was drinking it. Like yeah. it was just everywhere. They yep. were just announcing it everywhere. I remember, yeah. I remember in San Luis Potosí like eight years ago. Uh, we took a tour around like the capital and a mm -hmm. bus, right? It looked like the, oh, uh, the double decker bus. Yeah, the like double decker yeah. bus, and they like show you the that. the cathedrals and all that shit, right? And um, there were some like Nino fresas, yeah. niños, not niñas, niños in the back, and they were drinking tecate light. And that's when the meme started you coming were like, out. <laughs> that's when the meme started coming out, and I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> out in the wild. No, but then, like but they were Nilo, having fun. They were having fun though. I feel like Canelo Alvarez had a lot to do with that marketing for the Tecate Light too. I think so too, man. He he played like a big role. Yeah, I, he has his own stuff now, which he sells those mm -hmm. uh, drinks like Palomas and 
It's like a 12 pack of mix of Paloma's margaritas. It's not a new mix, like is it? Yeah. Or something like that. I've seen that. It's all his. Like mm-hmm. it's just him and it has tequila from Jalisco. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I feel like his marketing power with what he did with Tecate because he was coming out with the road, Tecate road. Yeah. And like, you know, he he just had that influence on Mexicans. Like, Didn't he make like a nice. Bloody Mary Tecate? Was that him? No. Or was that no, U.S.? No. I feel like there was a Tecate like Bloody Mary. Or like chelada, no, they, 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 no, no. The Bloody Marys have vodka. It's not. Well, not Bloody Mary. My bad. No, like more like Michel. like that Miche, like a yeah. Miche. I feel like he he was part of that. Or might might be wrong person, man. Might be wrong person. He looks like he likes Miches. <laughs> I was gonna say something I shouldn't say. I was like. Maybe he likes Michorizo, you know? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Damn, people are fighting right now. That's okay. But anyways, how are we feeling right now, guys? Good. Pretty good. good. I think yeah, yeah. to really appreciate this, we should at least drink two each. So I'm down. Know, I can't even finish this first one, honestly. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's the thing about drinking these, like, IPAs and other beers is that mm-hmm. they have, like, that filling, filling power. Oh, yeah. That. It's just, like... You feel a little more bloated. Yeah, and I think it's the yeast. The yeast That's what it is. Of... No, it's a yeast to hops with it, and it makes you feel more bloated. Yeah. That's for sure. So I'm, I'm yeah. taking my time with this one. No, no, take your time. That's the thing about take these, time. though. Like, you can't chill on them. It is a chilling beer. Like, yeah. It really if is. I were, if I was watching a football game and I didn't want to drink that much, yeah. maybe I'd just drink two IPAs. But you know what I noticed, man? The colder your beer stays, the better it tastes. Ooh. You know what? We should have kept these in the fridge. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that's another thing that's holding me back is just that the the, the temperature is not there for me. Right? Yeah, no, yeah. I get that too. I think we need to put in a mini fridge in here. Crack, cracks open. Let's put it in the freezer. In the freezer. <laughs> yeah. Can we get a vote on a mini fridge in the studio? That would help. I think I'm gonna do that. I think I'm gonna do that. I think I'm. Gonna, uh, you know what? I'm gonna go back and buy that fifty dollar fridge that this guy was Honestly, selling. You have this. this uh, it's cooler, right here. dude. Is it decorated? Nothing beats, nothing beats two bags of ice, dude. True. Put everything at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Even if you got a dig for it, for me, like I, I like it, it brings me back to my senses trying to look for a beer. No, yeah, that That's is how cool. Tell if I'm drunk. Get now, in right? your hand cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah, but honestly, like nothing beats beats an ice cold beer for me. It's just. When I when I like I'll have my cooler igloo. Shout out to mm-hmm. igloo because I have all igloo coolers. I fill it up to the rim with ice. Dude. Like it's just, mm-hmm. that's just me though. Mm-hmm. Fridges, freezers, electronical, like nothing beats with just a cooler with some ice. Dude. You know what? We're getting a that's permanent cool. cooler. Yeah. With ice. Yeah. Ice. Do that. All right. We're doing it. We'll do this it. is this is it. We're doing it. We're gonna get some Sonic ice. All right, ice. Sonic ice. <laughs> Is it still one eighty nine? Is it still one eighty nine? I hope so. I doubt it. I, I doubt, doubt it. Too. The ice has been going. Bro, up too. it's like Man. five bucks, bro. Hey, bags of ice are going for like four fifty five. Yeah, I don't. Dude. I don't get that. I what? Get that. Like for frozen it's water? Like, I'm like, what? It's <laughs> no. not like you got more expensive, bro. It's city water. Yeah, bro. Hook it up to the to the pipe. Yeah. No, you don't. You know, I was thinking of like, uh, when was it? Fuck, man. It was the last play. Uh, last party we had out here, not here, but like. In general, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? I'm willing to drive to Bucky's and get a 20 pound bag of ice, like a dollar ninety nine. But I'm, 89. but I'm like, you know, I'm like big brain, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but the 
but the gas I'm wasting to get that 20 pound bag of yeah, ice, no, like it does. Yeah. You know, it doesn't like, make any sense. You'd rather just so. drive 10 minutes and get that shit. Not yeah. even, you know what I mean? Like there's a Kroger down the street. I just rather drive there and pay three dollars for it. But I know we have them in the clip. Oh, oh, the hood ice uh, with the penguin. Give me one second. I have the ready ice. Oh, the ready ice. No, Bro, ice I love those places. You. Ice to you. Yeah, with the penguins on it. I have the app right here. I just pulled oh, it up. Oh shit, bro! Like I didn't know they have an app. the closest one y'all have. I think is... there's one in like Duncanville. Maybe the Soto. This is a big business for ice out there. Bro, oh, it make is. Your own ice, Eric. Bro, Bro you down? Yeah, y'all have is on Camp Wisdom. Camp Wisdom? Yeah, that's a Redbird. Oh, fuck no. That's, a, that's, that's like right 10, here. 15 minutes away, dude. Yeah, right not right far. But yeah. see, in Oak Cliff, we got them all over the place. Yeah, I was going to say Oak Cliff probably has them left and yeah, right, dude. dog. I mean, on every, almost on every yeah. major. Yeah, no, see, that's what I mean. Like, I'd just rather go to Kroger and get a 10-pound bag of ice for like three bucks. So Easiest thing to do. Easy thing to do, dude. But uh, let's take a break, and then uh, we'll come back, and then we'll talk about, uh, I don't know. Whatever we do. Whatever we do, dog. Can somebody beer me? Yes. Talk, yeah. What's a beer you miss, George? Something that I think about? Yeah. I would say, even though we don't get them that often and we can, I do miss Dream Crushers. Dream Crushers. And they're strong, but it's just to a point where, like, every time we drink them, they, they hit. They do. They do hit a lot, bro. And that was the thing. Sometimes I'm just... Because I, I got asked that recently, right? And they were like, what beer do you miss? And I was like, I was thinking real hard. I was like, what beer do I miss? But I there's, like, not a beer that I miss where I'm like, oh, I can't you get know what, that, you know? beer that I miss that's kind of new, but I like it a lot. It's whatever they sell at Twin Peaks that's apparently kept at 39 degrees at all. Bro! <laughs> ice cold. Are you talking that's about that blonde $2 yeah, pint blonde, beer? Yeah, that $2 <laughs> ice cold beer. Bro, yeah. you know what? Yeah. You're right on that shit. Remember? Hey, like, amen, brother. Hey, amen, man, brother. <laughs> Seriously, bro. Because what was it? We were watching a Cowboys game, right? In Allen. Well, no, Addison? Was Addison. That? Addison. We're in Addison. And somehow, some way, we ended up at Twin Peaks, right? And, uh, excuse me. Shit. Ooh. We ended up there at Twin Peaks. And we're all ordering, like, Michelob's or Dos Equis, you know, whatever. They're regulars, regulars, you know? And then I was like, hey, you know they brew their own beer? And everybody's like, star eyes, open mouth, you know what I mean? And they're like, what? You know, like, bro, they brew their own beers. Look at this shit. $2 fucking beers. And we're like, let's fucking do it. And so I'm like a guinea pig. And then we're like, you know what? Let's fucking do it. Let's see what it's all about. So I order it. And the girl brings it back. Nice cheeks. Not saying what cheeks, but um, she brings it back. And, bro, that shit hit. It's icy too. That they, shit was fucking icy, water, bro. Before freezing. Bro, I think I had like six beers that night, and my tab was like, like fifteen bucks. And they're good beers. They taste and good. I left I, like I think the biggest thing is how cold they are. They bro, just, they were the, fucking the cold. Oh yeah, my god, dude! Man, ice cold beers, bro. It's where it's at. So we used to, me and my wife, we used to go to the Twin Peaks on Mockingbird Station. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all remember. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. She used to always swear to this day. She still swears that I used to want to go there for the females. That's 
the big stigma about that place. You know what? And that is true, but we're going to deny it. Hey, I'm going to deny it. The females is a plus, but I'm going with you. Yes, exactly. It's not like I'm going there by myself. Right. Right. Exactly. Church. We're going there because this fucking beer is good, cold, and cheap. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yes. And you know, it's a sports bar. Like you go there, you, you yeah. want to basketball. You want to watch some cheeks? Yeah. I mean, uh, some beers. Yeah. <laughs> no, come on, Eric. We're still My bad. Are we? Are we recording right no, now? No, but then she became a fan of the beer, and then it yeah, was, it would. Get, it got to the point where she would even suggest because I mean, there, her nail salon is right next to it. Okay. And so she, it 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 became like, oh, you get your nails done, I could go get some beers. I mean, see some cheeks. I mean, uh, beer, yeah. cheeks, yeah. Uh, buns. The, breast, uh, I mean, the chicken uh, breast isn't that bad. Chicken either. breast is good. Yeah. Breast, we'll breast. The wings, <laughs> the wings. The wings are good. Wings. Does somebody? Are good. Yeah. I, I really like cheeks. What? <laughs> breast. Breast. Chicken breast. Uh, anyways, welcome to Beer Mecano. <laughs> no, but overall, it, it is because of the beer. It is because of the yeah. beer. And it's the temperature, dude. It's yes. the temperature. I think I think that does play a difference. It's like how cold your beer is. You yeah. know what I mean? And it, like, it goes to the same mm-hmm. rules for like seafood. Oh yeah, like raw seafood. Like if you have it room temp, mm. but if you get it like nah. ice cold, you know what? I can't have ceviche at room temp. Yeah, really? no, okay. it has that to be cold. Yeah, it has sense. to be cold. That makes sense. It has to be cold. Like there has to be a tray full of fucking ice under it mm-hmm. for more than an hour for me to yeah, fucking sure. eat it, bro. Same thing with tuna. Have you ever had a warm tuna? Yeah. Never. I have. Gross. Or maybe. Yeah. Fucking gross. Say yeah. that right now. Gross. Yeah, that's all we had, though, with bread yeah. and mayo. <laughs> yeah, so, hey. You know what? <laughs> some saltine crackers. Add some fucking tapatio, some yeah. Valentina, way. Like, you're fucking smacked. Some craft singles. Anyways, <laughs> you know what? You know what? Bless up, homie. Stronger. Like, we blessed now. You know hey, what I mean? Hood meals, man. Hood meals, dog. Oh, trust me, man. Yeah. Okay. I gotta ask you this, bologna. Did you eat it with the red seal or no red seal? Uh, man, we had food. What the fuck do you mean by bologna? <laughs> we didn't have bologna, bro. Did was, you have bologna? I want food. Did they get that bad, bro? Nah. <laughs> All right. It was, it was so, the same price. It's like the plastic on the edge. That yes. You I mean, you can't eat plastic. Eat that way. I remember having bologna twice in my life. One was at a homie's house. The second was at my house because I asked my mom that I wanted a bologna sandwich. Guess it's a bologna. Yeah, bologna. she questioned yeah. it. She Guess questioned it. But you know what? When that shit, when she saw the price of like 75 cents, she said, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah, that's what you want. <laughs> it was a bar S bologna. I remember that shit. And she took the little red seal off the bologna and she cooked it. And yeah. you know what? It was good. It was good. I'm going to tell, tell you well, that. What about now? Good. Do you have some bologna in your fridge? No, I do not. No, I do not. I have all organic meats, <laughs> so I'll tell you that right now, but no. We, I, we have organic, too, but I think it's mostly just my wife. Is it? Yeah, man, because me, I grew up in the hood, bro. Like, it's, to me, all this food's the same. <laughs> Kitchen yeah. goes, is organic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's just but you know what? Man. No, you know what? No, it, I'm with you, but I'm not with but you. I, but now I see and taste the difference. There is a difference. The difference. There is a difference in organic. Yeah. Trader Joe's does a really good job, by the way. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. If you don't shop at Trader Joe's, their lote, uh corn chips, the lote flavor corn chips that they have. I haven't have tried those. those. No. Oh my goodness, get three bags. Really? Yeah. <laughs> three bags? Shit. 
One's for the right. Really? Girl, one's for you and one's for your girl. Cause what will not the share. fuck? Okay, I need yeah, to try that back. shit, bro. Yeah, dude. No, recently we've been buying our produce there and uh, meats. We've been like slightly going in with the meats, bro. And no homo. The meats are actually really good. Nice. No, not bad at all. I do recommend. Yeah. The thing is, like, the nearest Trader Joe's is either like 30 minutes or 40 minutes. Because I'm be in between Dallas and Fort Worth. So, like, I can go to Lower Greenville, 30 minutes, yeah. or I can go to Fort Worth, and that's 45 minutes. It's quite a bit of while for groceries. You know what, though? Fort Worth Trader Joe's better than Dallas. Go ahead and say that. People in Fort Worth are just so nice. I don't know why. Different place. It is. I'm going to chuck this beer now. Go for it. Is that the IPA? Yes. Go for it. I'll check this. Salud. Salud, homie. Ooh. Right, I'm going to pour the other half of the beer. <laughs> but speaking of meat, man. Like, yeah, you know, go ahead, man. Um, You know, I don't know who has the big. I mean, um, just in general, what country holds the most meat? Brazil? Argentina? Yeah, yeah no. Brazil? Is no. Brazil? No. Yeah, yeah I feel like it would be Brazil. to be number one in the country. Because, right, like Brazil, U.S. are like, five, they fight for the one and two yeah. spot back and forth. But within the 10 years, um, because the U.S. is growing so much, yeah, they're losing uh, cattle land to be able to feed cows. Oh, wow. And all of the, the, the meat from, all the beef is going to come from Brazil, literally. Brazil. Because Brazil, like you look at it in a map and you're like, ah, it looks like the size of Arizona. But no, Brazil is a big chunk of. Oh, it's uh, big. It's and big, they yeah. have the land, bro. They have the land to raise the cattle. And that's where a high majority of, of our all of our beef is going to come in the next 10 years. Yeah, because I've seen mm-hmm. now there's Brazilian girls coming up too. Yeah, yeah no, Argent- that's true. I mean, I don't know if Argentina's big on it, but I've seen more Argentinian like, gr- girls lately too. Yeah. Argentina is. I could be wrong. It's but a delicacy. Argentinian. Yeah. It's yeah. like a delicacy, right? But like Brazilian steakhouses are known because they have like pasteurized grass fed mm-hmm. premium beef. And that's what makes it good. Argentinian um steakhouses are just like the way they cook their meat mm-hmm. and yeah. the seasonings and all that stuff. But the the Brazilian side of it is just the the grade, if I can say, mm-hmm. the grade of the beef. And man, it, it, it's sad to say, but the U.S. slowly but surely is losing a lot of farming mm. land, um, just just cattle land, just in general. Just we're, yep. we're gonna have to import all of our food the way it's growing. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Now, have have you ever been to a butcher shop? I I actually butcher my own meat, bro. Yeah, yeah. All of the all the food that you're tasting right now, from really the tacos. Every every pork butt, every every piece of carne asada, uh-huh. I butcher myself. Okay, I'm self taught. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course, you know, I, I took uh you know some YouTube courses. You know, right. who doesn't? Who doesn't? Yeah, but, who hasn't? But it's all self taught, and everything. That's why we're able to keep our pricing down. It's uh-huh. just that I don't buy cut or, uh, or or diced or sliced mm-hmm. beef or pork or nothing like that. I butcher okay. everything. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So if you ever need a good, good, good ass piece of like steak, uh-huh. hit me up in the summertime, like around October, November. Okay. I'll get these uh, strips, like these uh-huh. strip loins is what they call them. Like it's the whole side of the cow. Right, right, right. And from there you get ribeyes, you get sirloins and you get New York. Mm. Yeah. 
and um, I, butch, I butcher my own stuff, and my daughter loves it, bro. Yeah, I was like the on, on butchering day, she already knows like we're gonna eat good, <laughs> like good. The dogs are gonna eat yeah. good, bro. You know what I'm saying? And but if you ever need anything like that, bro, let me know. Okay, um, I, okay. We, we 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 don't pay like that that like consumer price because uh-huh. mm-hmm. we buy in bulk. Okay, um, okay. But if you ever need some good premium A, grade A beef, bro, let me know. Okay, I'll let you know. Hell yeah! And remember to use a uh, coupon code Beer Make Love. I have to butcher every okay pork butt. Dude. Okay. We, a lot of people just, you know, they buy it already in a bag that's already little yes. pieces and just mm-hmm. season it. Yep. We don't do that stuff, bro. We have, oh, we sad, have meat grinders, slicers. We have our own uh, knives. Mm-hmm. And, and there's just like a technique that we have that, you know, my stepdad taught me. And, you know, now I'm able to pass it on to mm-hmm. my kids. Yeah. And just, it's just the way we do it, bro. The, it's mean, just the secrets of El Monteño. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is, bro. right? Yeah, because recently I discovered a butcher shop nearby. And I've been buying a lot of meats from there. And most of them are steaks. Most of them are ribeye sirloins, right? And I'm like, you know what? Like, bro, like, recently I'm like, you know what? Like, you can spend X amount at a Tom Thumb Kroger steak. But once you go into a butcher shop, it's Mm -hmm. just different. It's just different, bro. I don't know why. It's just different. And, yes, it costs a little bit more. But the taste to it, like, reflects a lot to it. You know what I mean? So if you have to, like, if you want to have a romantic night with somebody or just by yourself, right? You just want to be with your boys or yourself, you know, pour yourself a nice whiskey glass from that, you know, $100, $200 bottle of whiskey, rum, whatever the fuck it is. And you want a nice steak? Go to a butcher shop. Yeah. Or uh, if you don't have a butcher shop in your area, I can vouch for um, Central Market. Central Market, yes. Um, it's another good one, yeah. I forget this dude's name, but I, I got um, acquainted with him when I was like COVID area time okay. frame, and um, you know, a lot of the 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 supply and demand for everything at that point was like unsure. Mm-hmm. So I had to go and find like different resources to be able to supply the restaurant, and then it, a lead led, led me to Central Market, and mm. Central Market's beef is like some good shit. Dude. You know, I I've asked for it as yeah. well. Central Market is good. Um, They're owned by ATB. I was going to say, it, yeah. it's it, it's Central Market is its own thing. You know, so so I guess touching that subject now, ATB is growing in the Metroplex DFW area, right? ATB is good in my in my opinion. ATB is good because they support a lot of Texas-owned companies, right. a lot of Texan as farmers, should. as it should, there, right? every grocery store yes. in every station. Yes, as it should, exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. That's how it um, should be. That's how, what it used to be. And maybe I've done bad in a way, but, like, I've been, I've been to, like, Reddit, subreddits on ATB, and they're like, I fucking hate this company, this is this and that, right? And, I'm, and I investigate, like, why do you hate this company, mm-hmm. right? Like, why do you not like H-E-B? Because every time oh, I go to H-E-B, you know what I mean? I love H-E-B, bro. I'll tell you that right now. If I was able to buy my groceries yeah. at H-E-B, I would do it all the fucking time. That's what I like about going to Austin. Yes. H-E-B well, no, 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 no. Okay, so the nearest yeah. the nearest H-E-B for me right now is Plano. 40 minutes. Plano. Plano one no, it's nice. going south, and that's Ennis. 
Oh, Ennis yeah, is yeah. my nearest H-E-B, H-E-B right now. Yeah. Yeah, but that one's a little smaller, though. It's right? smaller. Yeah, that's smaller. a thing. But, but that's the home vibe. But you know what? Like, I go there. I can find everything I want. Right. Which is usually produce, fruit, and meat. That's all Plants. I need, right? I don't need a tortilla. <laughs> yeah, I don't need. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> don't tell me about fucking yeah. plants. But <laughs> you know what I mean. Moms, you get moms in, uh, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. Nah, a fuck. gas grill. You know, go to Costco, like in Mexico, where they've been reselling their You know, I love Costco, but I hate Costco. I, I don't have a card. Okay, I'm not a, I would I'm not go to Costco to buy their organic, organic. Ground beef. That's about it. That's it. You that's know about you it. Know what's that's about it. Desserts. Ground beef that's packaged. What's up? It's just taking your beef trimmings and just making your own ground beef. That's the thing, though. But you I, have to buy I a machine. Paid for ground beef in years, bro. But you have Every to buy time, your own machine. But here's though. the thing. Okay, I mean, go. You, you can get one off of Amazon now for like forty-five bucks. No way. Yes, you can. There's so for everything is so affordable now because everything's made in China, right? Right. So, yeah. But yeah. If, China. If you, <laughs> China, China, China. Uh, but if you literally, if you take your trimmings from all your briskets, okay. If, if or if you're a Texan and and you you do things just like every other Texan, if you take the trimmings off of your brisket, if you take the trimmings off of your carne asada, if you take all that stuff, bro, and then just grind it yourself, bro, you will never have to pay for ground beef. And it's a mystery meat. You don't know if yeah. you're getting like, like grounded bones or mm-hmm. grounded oh, bro, that's a crazy part of it. Yeah, bro. that's a crazy and part. I, of it. I, I stopped buying ground beef like literally the moment that I started getting into the restaurant business mm-hmm. because there's no better tasting, uh, more organic way of getting ground beef than just doing it your own. And it's literally all the scraps and leftover of all your. Trees. It is, yeah, no, that's that's what it but is. You don't know yeah. what they're selling, and you don't know yeah. if it's. Bull testicles, or if it's liver, or if it's you don't have no idea what it is. Me, that you know what, yeah. so you say that because my dad told me the same thing. It's like you don't know what you're getting out of that meat. Yeah. He's like, sometimes it can just be the fucking skin. It is, and you don't even know. Yeah, but it tastes good for you. And I was like, I was so mind blown, bro. Yeah. I stopped eating ground beef for the fucking yeah, longest. Well, I was like, right. fuck, you know what I mean. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm eating, bro. It can be like bone. Yeah. It can be skin. The worst part, of the the worst part. yeah, like he said, like it can be with the fucking balls. It can be fuck, I, whatever's left over on the fucking grinder is what you're eating. But that's another subject. Yeah. But anyways, it's a whole another podcast. Whole another podcast, man. But beef um, me carnal. <laughs> beef me carnal. And you know what it is? Like you think beef. it's beef, it's like meats and shit. Yeah. It's just really just us wearing Thanks. boxing gloves. <laughs> like boxing gloves. And we just fight each other. Biden <laughs> Trump. Which one? Oh man. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh shit. Beef, oh, beef shit. me carnal. You know, it's just arguments. Yeah. You know what? We'll let the audience I'll put that down in the questionnaire, Biden yeah. or Trump. Because uh, the election is coming up. When, yeah. When's the election? Is it this, this November? Is, is this November, year, right? Yeah, 2024. Damn, dude. Wow, That's crazy. Fuck, bro. I do feel like this year is going by fast. That's just me. Or is it everybody? Oh, that's just life in general. After you turn like 28 or something. You know? It's just a post-pandemic time moves different. Really, bro? Yeah. Now, El Norteño, I gotta ask. Okay. Are we in a matrix right now? Are we in the Matrix right now? Are we in the Matrix? I mean, the Matrix is what is what your reality is. You know what I mean? Whoa. Every reality you choose. Yeah. Whoa. It's just like, do you do you want to be a part of it or not? Whoa. 
Anyways, welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you, you, you never find the deep things if all you do is just live on the surface. Exactly, that is true. That is true. true. Damn, you, you can live your nine to five life. Yep. You can buy your little house decor for all the holidays they got planned for live, you. Live, love, laugh. Shit. You know, <laughs> all that stuff, dude. Fuck, <laughs> man. Like, here's the thing, though. A lot of people, yeah. as a business owner perspective, uh-huh. is that I will never give up being self-employed and being able to provide for my family in whatever way, because. I'm able to wake up with my daughter at whatever time she wants to wake up. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't have to wake her up at 6 a.m., drop her off at a daycare center. I don't have to drop her off mm-hmm. with some random people or with family members that I don't even like. Right. It, it's it's a luxury that is not, um, I guess, like people don't shed light on it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people think that a luxury is cars, jewelry. Like, I mean, I'm fucking wearing, like, Costco, not Costco, Sam's Lionel with the shirt I got on vacation one time. Like, the, I don't really pay attention to those things. Right, right, right. The, the luxuries that I do like is that I'm able to provide for my kids and then they mm-hmm. can just grow up in an environment that they want to build for themselves. Exactly. And to me, I, we're, like, outside the Matrix, but right. it's because we make it our own world. You know what I mean? Exactly. No, I, I feel like... And this is me personally again. Yeah. I feel like we preset what we want in life and what we want for our future, right? So we decide what we want, when we want it, and what we want in life, you know? If we don't want something, we don't go for it. If we want something in life, we go for it, yeah. right? Just like you, like your business and what it is and what it's grown now, it might, maybe it is a big thing in your eyes. Maybe it's not a big thing in your eyes. But for some people that are just starting off, they're like, dude, this guy fucking made it. I want to get there, yeah. you know? And and I'm, I'm not done yet, bro. Exactly. Like, that's a, that's the thing. Started. That's the thing. It, to, to me, to me, like I told Adrian's from Hermanos Photography, for example, is that I feel like when, when he made it onto Big D Magazine, I told him, right, uh, on the podcast, I was like, and not a podcast, I was like, dude, you're just starting off. Yeah. This is the takeoff for you. Yeah. And just like for you, like you reach four corners and you're homies with them. And that's a good thing, right? Yeah. Because to me, and, and as you said through the podcast, it's like we're in a couple breweries that you didn't mention. Yeah. But you're in a couple breweries and that's a start because it's yeah. like, hey, I started off here being homies with these guys. I'm still homies with them. I hold it down, yeah. but I need to expand as well. Yeah. And that's what you're doing, right? Because... Next year, you might be fucking... I don't know, dude. You might yeah. be HEB shelves. You know? Yeah, who, who the fuck knows? You know what I mean? We, we, uh, you know? I had an opportunity to be in Central Market, but mm-hmm. I didn't think that my people were in Central Market. I've okay. shopped at Central Market mm-hmm. before. Yeah. And La Raza is not there. It's not, bro. No. It's it, not. It, one. It's no. people who are reading the ingredient list. It's people who are watching their calories. It's people their that carbs. are paying $6 yeah. a bell pepper. <sighs> And yep. my people weren't there. So, like, what yeah. business do I have being in Central Market? Exactly. I had a client that worked for Central Market. She was like, mm-hmm. I need you in my shelves. And I was like, respectfully, we're not going to be successful there. Yeah. I could have already been in stores. But yeah. I'm, like, if El Rancho or La Michoacana, if they're listening to this, if they were, you know, say, hey, like, I want your products, I'm all for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah but yeah. it's just I didn't feel Central Market was the right move for us. 
And yeah, I mean, it might have bit me in the ass just because, you know, now things are just like becoming like a local business thing. Like, oh, I could have had the the hype of oh, he's in Central Market. Yeah. But to me, it was there was more value in just staying true to myself than to like mm-hmm. selling out to Central Market. And and that's true. That's true, right? Because. Not speaking now, but in previous jobs I were or the previous job that I was in, right? My employer is that there's opportunities that come to you, yeah. And you're like, this is a big opportunity for me to blow up, and you skip on it. A success, and you go for the when, next thing. When opportunity meets preparation, yes. Bro. I said it on. I said it yes. earlier. I was like, success is when opportunity meets preparation, yep. bro. That's honestly where success comes from. Exactly. Your competitor can be like better than you, better tasting, at a less value. But if mm-hmm. they're not prepared, you're gonna be the one. Prepared. Exactly, exactly. And like you just said, Central Market was not the environment for you, right? Or or they for the outreach you wanted. They got good beef, but they ain't got chilitos. <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, it's, right? And, and and you know what you bring onto the table, again, it's it's not what Central Market is looking for, right? Yeah. Because Let's be straightforward. Let's be blunt. Is the people shopping at Central Market, do they really want to buy no. chamoy? No, they don't. They don't. They don't. They don't even know what it is. They, exactly. Like that's chamoy. the thing. It's too oh, spicy. That's Mexican stuff, right? It's too spicy. That's the hot sauce. It's too spicy, right? It's like Takis. It's gonna hurt it's gonna hurt my mouth. You know what I mean? So 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 to them it's not the environment for no. it. So yeah, you might have might have done the right thing, or maybe you could have done the wrong thing but the thing is like you're succeeding in other aspects yeah. right because like you said earlier people be like oh man i've been waiting three four five six weeks for yeah. you to come to four corners fuck yeah you're finally here yeah. bro i can buy this shit from you right that's that's what we got so, on, their, on their shelves right is that i wasn't pulling up and people kept asking for it and uh-huh. they're just like hey dude like we already put it on our beers do you mind like just Selling us some, and we can sell it to the people that are asking yeah. for it, and they put their own price tag on it. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, they yeah. give them their their price, and they make right. their money. I make my money. That's just the way the world mm-hmm. works. But you know, it got to the point where people were asking for it, and I had a website up, and it was like Shopify and all that yeah. stuff. But it, it was Shopify. just I have too much stuff going on yeah. that I, I couldn't keep up with it. You know what I mean? Also, oh, it's very political. Yeah. Shopify. I heard. I heard. I, man, it's not. Not that I work with them, but I. I've yeah. Heard. No, it's just it's just a different vibe, and just being it, the product just being there on the shelf for people to just say, "Hey, I'll take one." Yeah. I mean, it just speaks volumes. Right. People, exactly. People want it. People, as soon as they try, they're like, "Man, it's the best one I've ever had. It has good flavor. It doesn't right. drip. Good texture." It's not overpowering, mm-hmm. and I mean, I don't know. We'll see where Rimpace takes us. I think I think it's done great. I think it's done great. Um, well, George, you got any last questions, man? No, I'm out here, man. Just enjoying my beers. Me too, man. Me day. too. Seriously, like, I I want to take it back, man, and 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 I want to say that, and I'm gonna take pride in it. Yeah. But I remember when I tried your lote with hot Cheetos. Four corners, you were at a pop up, and now having you here, bro, is is fucking great. It's fucking great. A hundred percent, a hundred plus percent. I never thought you would say yes. Yeah, oh, really? to coming onto oh, yeah, the podcast. Yeah, Seriously, yeah, man. 
uh, when I first told George, it's like, bro, we got to end Man, thing, I was yeah. like this close to inviting myself. Oh, I don't know. I might, uh-huh. have, I might have invited hey, myself. Hey, no, no, you know what? That's okay with me, man. That's you okay know? with me. You know, we're, we're just starting off. We we haven't even reached our 50th episode. I take new, that much. Yeah. We're, we're new, man. You know, we haven't had an audience that large. We got we got a couple people that follow us and they yeah. keep up with it. And, and I thank them for that, you know. Um, shout out Big shout, shout out to them dude Seriously big shout out People that I never thought would be on And like they don't even have my personal number hey, They have my up, IG bro pull up, You know pull what up I mean the, uh, the podcast when you pull up to Norteño We'll give you uh, 50% off your purchase Damn there you go You heard it here first We're gonna show up there <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna show up first <laughs> No but like seriously man Like I've had people that DM me I don't even have their number and they're like, you know what? Like I follow you since day one. I appreciate your podcast. Like it makes me want to drink. It makes me want to have beers. It's, it's a great fucking like podcast, you know? And, and every time I get somebody, I don't call him an influencer. I call him more of a carnal or more of a homie or a friend. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I had, I guess broski. a broski, bro. Seriously. You know what I mean? Because like, just like I treated you when you first came into the door, man, it's like, I want, I want you to feel like you're welcome here. We're friends, man. Well, you, you know, you we're homies, bro. Um, you definitely meet, met your goal in, yeah. in doing that and stuff. Cause I, you know, you meet people and it's just like, oh, I know you, but I don't know you. Yeah. Right, and right. Then, you know, some people get off on the wrong foot. Yeah, man, yeah. Like, oh, we got along back then, but I don't know how we're going to get along now. Right, 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 right. You know, people change, but no, I, I think you're you're a wonderful host, man. Like, thank I you, appreciate man. you thank welcoming you, bro. to your home and having me, and thank you. For, oh, yeah, man, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, yeah man. Be able to talk with you guys. It. Yeah, bro. Get a stronger sense with the community, because I mean, we all we're all in the same place. We all running. That's run the thing. Each other without even wanting to. I mean, not exactly. all Cliff is a small place. Yeah, all Cliff is a very small place. We all love to the same places, like four yeah. corners. Yep. The same as Eric, I see that as a great place to get together with my friends and have a good time. Exactly. We're bro. there. We have good food. We have the option for pay yep. for the for the rim pace, and it's just we all just find each other around. Yeah. We all find each other near each other. And it's just mm-hmm. good to have a better relationship. You know, the, the thing is like my friend Huey, right? Which I mentioned earlier. Every time we go to four corners, bro, he always won rim pace yeah, every no. single time, bro. Same and he way. knows who you are. Right. Yeah. And he follows you and all that good stuff. But it's like, every time he goes, he gets rim pace. Yeah. It's just who Huey is. Yeah, you know, that, that, he just loves that shit. Yeah, and then another sense for me is, uh, I mean, you know, you don't really choose the church you go up to growing up, but I went to St. James with my yeah. family and you know, your place is right next door. So yeah. I've been there before and it's just. It gives that stronger sense of community. Like, it's your neighbors, in a sense. Yeah, exactly, yeah. man. Just... So, so yes, we're hyping you up, right? I mean, I, in I a good way. You know, in I, a good I, way. I appreciate it. You know, I, I don't ever uh, let it get to my head or anything. Right. I try to stay as humble as I can. Right, right, right. Um, you know, but I'm thankful for, for you guys and for yeah, all the people that appreciate all of my products or my food. You know what I mean? You know, I'm very thankful. Yeah. In the most humble, humble, just... You know, humilde way. Yeah. gracias a toda la raza que nos nos apoya and for everybody listening to us right now. You know, I appreciate it and you know, salud a todos a todos los carnales que andan por ahí. Hey, ahí vamos, ahí vamos. Muchas gracias por tenerme y pues a ver qué pasa ahorita. Maybe un shot, un shotgun. So to conclude this episode. George, thank you for being here. 
El Norteño, as you go, as yes, people sir. recognize you. Yeah. As this episode closes a lot of open doors, I want to say, for people, right? Because they're like, you know, we... As people, I'm, I'm speaking for the people, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I don't know who you were. It's it's kind of crazy inviting a stranger to your home, right? And and I did that because you know what? It, it opens a door to people to understand who you really truly are. And maybe we didn't go into depth on who you really are, but it opened a door to people realizing, you know what? This guy's fucking cool. Let's mm-hmm. fucking support him, which people have been doing, right? Since what? 2017, 2018. And they've been going with that. So saying that, uh, we're going to keep supporting you no matter what. Four Corners supports you. A lot of the homies out there support you, I'm yeah. sure, man. And I hope this grows more for you and your business. Yeah, we, we didn't even get into the, the part where we were going to open up a second location in the guy took our money, bro. Oh, what? Yeah. We oh, you know what? Wow. You know what? Let's take a break, man, because I need to take a leak, and we'll jump into that. How about All that? Right. Yeah. What's going on? And welcome to Beer Me Canal Podcast. How did that sound? Did that sound pretty weird? It's good. Have you, ever heard weird? The, have you ever heard Mexican radio stations? Where Sometimes. Like, Desde San Luis. Sí, 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 sí. Aquí con las meras mejores. Download the Mexico radio app. You know what? La fogonera. Hey, wait. Tengo iHeart radio. No, escuchar la fogonera, bro. La fogonera, güey. La que buena. La que buena. Hey, you know what? I'll hit you up tomorrow. Hey, you never got canceled. For real? No, güey. No, güey. He's like, no, that nigga was nasty. No, Mark, que no se quiere marcarle a su ex. Oh, shit. Que no, que estoy fulano de sal. It's a prank. I should hit him up, then. Wait, do yeah, I have an ex? Do I have an ex? <laughs> I think everybody does, right? Or, I don't he, know. or he used Wait. to have people call their husband or, or wife and like, Hey, ya estoy aquí, ven por me. Or like, you know, just like being the side chick, but from like a random number. Yeah. 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 No. Like, no, te dije que no me marques aquí, que no sé qué. And dudes would tell them themselves. Damn, bro. Different times, bro. And he never yeah. got canceled. And you're listening to this shit on the way to school. Damn, bro. <laughs> <Hey>, fucking lit. <laughs> and your teacher wondered why you're spaced out. For real, dog. You worrying about that girl if she's going to get back with homeboy or not. Shorty song. like, what? Like, what's shorty song? Why is it in my mouth? It was like... <laughs> And for y'all that are wondering <laughs> where the mood change came, it's, we went from Keystone to Victoria. Real yeah, quick. we fucking yeah, did, bro. Big shout out to uh, Daniel, bro. Danny O. Uh, he actually sent these from Guanajuato, his home state, where he's at right now. And uh, yeah, he sent these Vikis, man. Send yeah. the senior NBA championship prediction. Bro. Let us know. <laughs> You know what, man? People sleep on him, bro, but he is uh, a fucking wizard when it comes to sport gambling. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Insider trading. No, it's pretty much, bro. Pretty much, bro. And I wish he was, like, in the stateside because I would love to have him on and, like, have him in the podcast and talk about all the insights on it. Unfortunately, he's not on stateside, but hopefully he can make it out one day and we can talk about that shit. But he did send us his care package. It's a small business he wants to start himself. Is sending like little small packages over to the U.S. side with beer, snacks, stuff like that. So, 
So yeah, exactly. Is, is that so, what it came with the? Yeah, so that uh, was in the, in, the, in the care package you sent in. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, he sent that. And you know it's from Mexico because we don't count calories and shit. We just yeah, right. yeah. We just put on the <laughs> too much. You yeah, know? they put an excess of that sugar. That's on everything. Bro. I like yeah, that, yeah, bro. Yeah. Everything in Mexico is like you. You will die if you eat excess this. Excess yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Hey, but like, we don't count calories. Though. We just let you know it's too much. It's like cigarettes, right? Like, like I, I don't smoke cigarettes. But like you ever buy cigarettes in Mexico, they got like fetus on it has a fetus or it has like a people Did like people losing their feet. Yeah, in like Europe, the, Europe is the same thing. Really? Yeah, oh shit! Uh, people with like their like lungs and shit. Yeah, and like people with like their oh, limbs shit. cut off. Yeah, yeah. they still buy that shit. Yeah, and they don't care. Bro, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm gonna smoke a cigarette. Like on the <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is on the side. Yeah. yeah, bro, that's just wild though. I mean, they, in a sense, they probably smoke more than they do here in the U.S. But like, I guess at that point, you know what you're doing. Yeah, there's, no, nah, there's come nothing on. hiding. It's like you're yeah. a grown ass fucking adult. You know what I mean? One of the things my dad always told me is that your worst enemy is your own people. Yeah, and it's it's, it, it's your own people, man, because. It's facts, bro. We dominate most of the state. Not talking about the U.S., but the state itself, the state of Texas. We dominate most of it, if not all of it, at this point, right? And instead of helping each other, we want to be better than each other. If you if you notice what that says, better than each other, yeah, is that we're not helping each other succeed. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know what, homeboy got this. This whole chamoy business, this whole rim pace at Four Corners. It was before that. Fuck him. I'm gonna be better than that. you. But but you know what I mean. Like the yeah. mentality that is now is like yeah. you know what I'm gonna be better than him. Instead of like, hey man, what did you do? Let me team up with you. Let's yeah. make each other better, right? Yeah. And that's one thing that like you see in other cultures here in the Deep W area, is that they help each other out and succeed with each other. Yeah. But us, for example, right? I speak for the Mexican American or the Mexican itself. It's like, I want to be better than him. Fuck him. Yeah, I'm gonna bite down his business. Well, I think so. I think I think there's a a barrier between like Mexicans, Mexican Americans, second generation Mexican American. Like, right. it, 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 there's a whole different field of us, and but we all look the same, so we don't know mm-hmm. who we're dealing with. You know? Right, right, right. And some people are friendly, and some people are not. Yeah, like I have. Not mentees, but I have like friends of mine mm-hmm. that are in or have recently gotten in the same industry that I'm in, yeah. and they call me and ask me all the questions all the time, mm-hmm. and I answer every single time. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Soft Up Tacos. I don't know if you know uh, the barber Frankie. Um, he's a big dude, Frankie. He works at the new uh, barber shop over there in um. In Arlington, where Luca just recently went to go hit, get his haircut or whatever. Oh, uh, is it Master Barbers? Maybe it's no? like All Stars or something sports related. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And but it's all Dallas sports related. Okay. But, um, my homie uh, Frankie, he's always hitting me up, and he always shouts me out too. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Man, if it wasn't for Norteño, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like shout out to him. He helped me in this situation, and I always help anybody that has ever called me up." Right. I always let them know, like, hey, my line's open. Mm-hmm. And then my wife was like, what happened? Who was that? And I was like, no, it was just a homie. And he was mm-hmm. like, you know, like this, this, and that. And it's just like, oh, okay. And he's like, are they okay? And I'm like, no, yeah, they just wanted advice. Yeah. And it's something, it's, it, it's not a line I never had open to me. 
Uh-huh. Like everything I've gone through uh, and and are going and are going through are um, I'm basically on my own now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had one guy. His name is Josh. Josh Bones. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's from um, Carolina, I think North Carolina, and he yeah. moved to Dallas. He recently died in January. Oh shit, mm-hmm. man! Um, and he's the one who was he was helping me with the concept because we mm-hmm. went to the space to fill out to not fill out, but like. When you open up a restaurant and yeah. you're going into a previously owned space, like you're not building your own layout, right? You have to go in there and create architect basically the flow of a restaurant, uh-huh. where the food is going to be cooked, where is mm-hmm. it going to be delivered to, where the servers and and the busters going through. Like right. you, it's kind of like a symphony of like yeah. movements, like all at once. And if, if your occupancy is like sixty at sixty guests, you need minimum like. What like one server per every eight guests uh-huh. plus bartenders plus busters plus dishwashers mm-hmm. plus cooks. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You, you have to create like a flow where it all makes sense, and he was like my go-to guy. Okay. Um, but he passed away in January for unknown reasons. Yeah. Um, but like nobody, nobody ever had had my back like like he did. And, yeah. And now when people reach out to me, you know, it's just like I open up the lines, bro. So anybody that. Has any advice that wants to get into this industry? Like, feel free to hit me up. Like, yeah, my Instagram's lines are open. Like, I'm yeah. on there. It's me. I don't have a marketing team or nothing like that. Yeah, so right, right, right. If you want to reach out, you want some advice, you're trying to get in the food industry, restaurant industry, just any and any advice, uh, business in general. You know, people hit me up and they're like, "Oh, LLC this, LLC that." I'm like, "Look, dude, if you're not planning on opening up an official like location." Mm-hmm. Don't even try an LLC because, like, yeah. I have to pay the state comptroller. I have to pay city tax, mm-hmm. state tax, yep. federal tax. Like, it's a lot of stuff that people don't really know about until, like, they're, like, deep in it. And then when they're deep in it, they don't know what to do. Yeah. They don't know who to reach out to. That's that's true. That is true. Uh, my recent employer or my older employer, like, I didn't know what an LLC was yeah. until I was there. And then I was like, oh, this is what an LLC was. And it to me it was like okay you go out you get you know a good lawyer you get an LLC cool my name is whatever company yeah. and that's it it's yeah. like no bro there's more into it yeah. you know and and it's like if you want your employees to have medical insurance if you want these benefits yeah. if you want this and then tax bro, breaks and, and then and my it's wife like did it's all a that whole me. thing man it's she, a she, my whole wife thing. helped me with all that stuff. Okay. We didn't even hire a lawyer. This is in 2017, 2016. We both had like yeah. fives. And she helped with the we, we, we went straight straight to the state. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a lawyer. We didn't have the, like all the ebooks or what do yeah. you call that stuff? Yeah. E-file? E-file. E-file. That wasn't they didn't exist then. No. We had to do that. We had to get on the phone with the state or or send letters and then we get a response. No, that name is taken like like yeah. it, it, it took some time, but we finally got it to, to where we were able to just like finalize it and everything. But it's sure. crazy, bro. It's crazy. So, what is the name? Of I, I can't say. No, yeah. no, okay, no, 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 no. But what do you call yourself? If we see you at Four Corners, what do we call yourself? Like me? Yeah, yeah. Like just my nickname? Yeah. yeah. No, 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 we walk up to you. Let's say somebody listened to this podcast, right? Yeah. They see you at Four Corners Brewery. Man, and they're like, I you know what? I want a picture with this guy because he was at fucking well, beer making up. It depends where you know me from, dude. Like yeah. some people know me as Tony. 
Okay. Uh, my niece calls me Tio Ñoño. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, Okay. It, like, what, what, what do they know you period yeah. on social media? Depending on where you know yeah. me, it depends on what you call me. Though. Okay. So what okay. if it's like, just on social nor, media? Norteño, norteño. El Norteño. That's what I would think of Norteño. You know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah, when yeah. I addressed you to George while we were yeah. texting back and forth, and we do this thing, like, there's an episode coming up, and we'll, we'll brief here and there and I'll be like, hey what do you think about this what beer should we have that kind of stuff right and it's not really preparing because one thing about this podcast is like we never have a script yeah. right we, we we just like you know what we'll freelance it we'll fucking whatever it comes flow. up yeah, yeah go fun. with the flow it's fun exactly and I'll be like hey what beer should we have with so and so and and when I brought you up to him I was like El Norteño because that's what he knows you as and yeah. I kind of like known you yeah. as as well yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I know your name's Antonio right you but but like you know any platform it's El Norteño right yeah exactly like, my personal Instagram name is like the Oak Cliff Kid right that's 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 my personal like is that just me like your Instagram yeah it's just yeah. like you you see pictures of my kids and food on there you know exactly I mean? exactly but everybody usually that meets me in public is just like all oh, Norteño, Norteño yeah Norteño, yeah and that's just where it came from and a lot of people don't know, but like the original Norteño is my stepdad. Oh shit! Yeah, nice. shit. You yeah. hear? You heard it here, folks. Yeah. And but now it's just I'm carrying on the name, and yeah. my son's gonna carry on the name, and it's just it's not the junior, the third. No, it's just yeah, he's yeah. gonna keep it as Norteño and just name branding. You know what I mean? Let's go. But I, what I have planned for my kids, and they might want to, you know, be different, whatever. Yeah, but like we feed people now, like we feed people through the restaurant and through like catering and stuff. But my goal is to buy land in Texas and grow fruit, and I want my kids to feed okay. the state of Texas or people just in general, but like yeah. on a higher level, mm-hmm. like be farmers bro. as farmers, yes, as farmers, bro. It's okay, because like we, the United States or just the world in general needs yeah. more farmers, bro. Everybody wants to be Instagram famous. Everyone wants to be a YouTuber or a gamer right. or all this. Nobody wants to be a farmer. That's true. And if nobody wants to be a farmer, how are we going to eat? Exactly. And that's where I'm leading my kids to, is to, to become farmers mm-hmm. and to be able to buy land and feed people on a higher level, not just buy tacos or catering. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like, no, we're going to feed steak. Yeah. Know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's that's kind of like my my life goal, my my aim right yes. there. Yes. Is for for I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to do it. Like right. it might be, you know, just kind of like how you said, like people like do their thing and they're not appreciated until mm-hmm. like, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Like I might not even be able to, to I think you said in the podcast to 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 benefit the fruits uh, of our labor. Yeah, I that's think true. That's the salsa, the salsa yes. uh, barbecue. Yeah, um, yeah, you, you, you know because. You start here, right? Yeah. You start as we plant the seed. You pl- they eat ex- the, the the fruit. Exactly. I don't have children. You do, right? And and my perspective to you is different, right? Because you have children now, and, and like you just said, right? Your your plan is to have, hopefully, your kids are farmers and grow plants and fruits and let's say meats, right? Yeah. For other people across the country or the state itself. Yeah. It's good. Elotes, bro. Elotes, elotes bro. Yeah. You know what? Circle, I started selling elotes. Now they grow it and sell it to the people. That you know what? You know, you, and what if they become elote farmers, yeah. right? And they, they create corn they for they the entire them, uh, country. They, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it, it, to me, it's different. I don't have children. Yeah. I have a dog. That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you don't have children so, yet. Yet. Exactly. Y-E-T. Yet. Yep. You know? So my perspective from you is different, but 
I can understand you to a certain extent, and that is you want to see your fruit grow. Yeah. And your fruit is your children, right? Yeah. And so for them, let's say five, ten years from now, let's just say, right? Because yeah. tomorrow's not promised, right? And and I'm not trying to get religious or anything, but tomorrow's never promised. Because we can go to sleep tonight. Tomorrow we might not wake. Right. Right? So whatever we did today is planted for the future. Yeah. So if you plant what is today, it's planted for the future. So if your kids are like, you know, in that mentality, it's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to be that corn farmer. I'm going to be that meat farmer or shit, man. Fucking asparagus. Yeah. Look at asparagus. You know, yeah. it's expensive. Yeah. And they're the next man, asparagus farmer. The fruits have like a, 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 they go up and down. And down to, <laughs> yeah. And the like market all the cauliflower pizza got popular. <laughs> kale got popular. <laughs> Like who's growing that? Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. To keep up with the demand. Exactly. It's man. whatever TikTokers exactly. are putting on. TikTok is weird. Anyway, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and but, say that. But I'm just saying, you know, you know. Yeah, I mean? yeah, no, exactly, man. I and I and I get you on that, you know, in that perspective, where it's like we're here to make a difference for our future generations. Exactly, exactly what we're here for, you know, and and I thank you for being here yeah, I and I support you hundred percent on your business. And I hope everybody that's listening supports you, which I'm sure they already have. And I'm at a loss of words because I feel like you're there and it's just going to get better from here for you. bro. Dios it really quiere. is. Si Dios quiere. Si Dios quiere, bro. And that's the thing, you know, because us being Mexicans, right? Mexican Americans, Mexicans in general, it's like our grandmas, our mothers tell us, we say a plan. We're like, you know, I want to build my own restaurant. Yeah. And Yo, what's the first crazy. thing? And they look at you crazy. But you, but you know what? Si Dios quiere. Yeah. Si es la voluntad de Dios. Si es la voluntad de Dios, mijo. You know? And that's the thing. It's like they always go towards God. Yeah. And you what's know? crazy, dude, is that you mentioned that, is that my mom wanted me to be like, you know that song, uh, Simple Man? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Literally, yes. my mom dedicated me that song without uh-huh. dedicating that song to me. <laughs> she would tell me exactly what the song says, uh-huh. but like not knowing that there's a song about that. Right. 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 And she's just like, keep your life simple. Uh huh. You just get a nine to five, and I don't know why her telling me that made me want more. At that point, it's just like yeah. the opposite. I was yeah. like, no. I was like, I want all of it. What are you talking right, about? Right, right. Nine to five. Like, just uh, this, this, and that. Like, you know, American mm-hmm. Dream. I was like, no, bro, there's a whole world out there that, that we can go out and get. Exactly, bro. And, exactly. and no shame to the nine to fivers, you know what I mean? But me. It, it, mm-hmm. I mean, no, 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 I'm not, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm using myself as a joke. But I yes. mean, nine to five can be fruitful, you know what I mean? If yeah. you work for the right employers, because there's some good employers out there. there like, is. my friend Paul there works is. for Dr. Pepper, man. Dr. Pepper takes care of that dude and his family, bro. Yeah. And, and, you know, sometimes, like, opportunities are there and sometimes they're not. But I just feel like her telling me to just be a simple person made me not to want to be a simple person. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Yeah. Because, again, it goes back to it. Like, your mentality is different from everybody else's. Your mentality is to create the next farmers, like you just said. We have to Uh, all, bro. You know? I I was telling you earlier, beef is going to come from Brazil. Yeah. yeah, and I mean it can come from Mexico too, though. We're we're running out of land here in the but U.S. It can come from Mexico too. It'd yeah. be cheaper. Yeah, that is true. There's land for sale, and it's everywhere. You know what? Mexico could sustain the U.S. in certain aspects, yeah. 
but we don't allow it because U.S. is prideful of yeah. being U.S. Yeah, that's just that's just what I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but if you raise the cattle in Mexico and then process it in El Paso, it's a U.S. company. I'm just saying. Welcome to the U.S. Welcome to the U.S. But uh, I think this is good stuff for us. Yeah, man. yeah I think so. Well, you yeah. know, we uh, we cried a little bit. Yeah. We cheered a little bit. We got drunk. Yeah. So that's good, right? We, we ate a little bit. We ate a little bit, man. Hey, those tacos were smacking, they were dude. Good, they were good, bro. They were good, man. Appreciate you, dog. Appreciate you, dude. For the people that don't see, we just fist pump El Norteño, the famous one. Hey, man, we got to put you in a pedestal. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, George, you got any last words, no, man? man? not here. I'm feeling great. You're feeling good? Feeling that's good. it? Period. How about you, man? You got any last words for the audience out there? Any homies you want to give a shout out to? Any of the uh, people out there supporting you? Hey, shout out to to the non-believers, man. Thank you for fueling my fire. Yeah. Thank you for uh, saying that I was never going to be anything. Thank you to the the teacher in high school that kicked me out of culinary class. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know, she kicked me out. I was too yeah. That was the motivation you needed? Hey, yeah. no, that's, that's, that's what you needed, bro. Hey, yeah. shout out to the doubters and the haters and the non believers because those yeah, people man. are the people that fuel me and people like me, dog. Ultimately, thank yeah. you. Bro. Exactly, Most man. Keep, exactly, keep the hate bro. coming because. You know what? That's uh, the hate yeah. is a seed that's being planted yeah. in you and it just yeah. makes you bigger, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Shit, fuck it. We out here. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it should be a rap album now. You know what yeah, I mean? <laughs> but other than that, homies, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a good night. Have a good day. Whatever it is you're doing, most importantly, don't forget to have a beer with a carnal. Hey, you know what a carnal is, bro? Yeah. Brother. Exactly, dog. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah. Broski. Hey, man, y'all have a good night. I'm out of <laughs> here. Night, I'm everybody. drunk. Good night. Hey, what's your chamoy really made out of, bro? Topsy. <laughs> <laughs>